hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. That's what you are. Me? Unforgettable. Me? Though near or far. Let's see if he knows the next slide, folks. That's why, darling. Uh huh. It's incredible that someone so unforgettable resides in. Segment City. Two. All right, I'm ready to start recording. I just put on my headphones. What's happening? Uh, I just let's restart. All right, I'm ready when you are. In three, <sighs> two. A... Is this the? Bit? Theo, I don't Is have another one. Bit? <laughs> I don't have it in me <laughs> to this... do another song. I only have one song in my soul, and that's the one. Javert. <laughs> oh, no, here's another one in his soul, <laughs> Javert. Javert. Who Javert. am I? Who am I in Segment City? I'm Will Kane. We're just going into the intro. I'm Theo Sapakos, and life is a highway. <laughs> life is a highway. All right? Like, just remember no. that. Okay. We talked about <laughs> this before the podcast. Theo said, my new, slo- my new motto, my new slogan. My new slogan. My new catchphrase. 2022. Let me do it. Let me- Kachuga. Okay. I'm Lightning McQueen. Life is a highway. Life is a highway. <laughs> okay, tw- it's twice. He says life is a highway <laughs> twice, ladies and gentlemen. Part of the part of the catchphrase is I'm Lightning McQueen. I'm Lightning McQueen. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm Lightning McQueen. Well, we're both Lightning McQueen. Let's settle for that. Welcome to Segment City. <laughs> you can't steal the intro thing from me. Welcome to Segment City. Dumpster diving through our through the internet. That's right. That's our new slogan for 2022. We dumpster dive our way through the web. We go through these popular websites and we find little segments to do. Things that are a little bit off the beaten path. Some wacky stuff. That wacky tobacky. That wacky tobacky. This is going to be our kind of year review. We, we, we took a year off. So I, not a full year, not a full Christian year. Ah, we did most of it. It was most of it. All right. Let's be honest. Rounding to the nearest year, it's it. a year. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a lot of stuff. So this is going to be us talking about 2021 in uh, just kind of events. We're also going to talk about personal lists of things that we did. I know the uh, listeners of this show love listicles, and they love, they love slideshow formats they can't skip through. And that's effectively what this episode is going to be. Isn't that all podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The slideshows that some, Isn't some that what lonely is? man is just <laughs> projecting into the ether. But yes, we will be doing uh, a lot of year in review. So I would like to start with the same way we start, though, with Will's stupid thought. Mm. Will's shower thought for this year. It's interesting watching holidays 
evolve and change and maybe become a little outmoded. Hmm. Some of them, some of them are are on the the back pedal. They're on their back foot. I feel. Which which ones do you think are because on the back of COVID. foot? COVID. Oh, specifically gonna, because is, of COVID is what you're saying. Specifically I, on the back I foot. I think th- I think that COVID is causing the accelerated ev- evolution of certain holidays. Uh, I'm going to st- talk specifically about Halloween. I was going to say Halloween has been hardcore nerfed by COVID. Ha- hardcore nerfed because yes. people any I life event for me. I moved into a different apartment. We are very excited about uh, having trick or treaters. Yeah, we didn't dress up because we we weren't going to any parties or anything. Um, but we, we were like, can't wait for the trick-or-treaters. Not a single child came to our house. Mm. And we we're on the first floor. So we like, we were expecting to be the ones for our, <laughs> like, we were expecting to mm-hmm. be like, I don't, the, our upstairs neighbors were like, we don't presume you're going to be doing anything. So we were like, we're ready. Not a single person knocked on the door. I just left out like a bowl of candy, but I did the tactical thing where I didn't fill it all the way. Because I knew teenagers yeah. would come around and just fill their bag. I filled it a little bit, like kind of like a no from experience. <laughs> and no then from I, experience. I, filled, I just filled it back up. But Halloween hardcore nerfed. Now, I have an alternate alternate suggestion here. It's possible that you unknowingly moved into a neighborhood where like three streets over, there's just a bomb ass street. And nobody's bothering That's... to go to your dumb, dumb house because three streets over is where it's all at. I... There it's is all a about street. it's 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 all about knowing the neighborhood. I had the opposite experience of you when I moved into my neighborhood, where the first Halloween rolled around, it was the party street, and we had no idea, and we were woefully underprepared. During COVID, though, literally thousands of children showed up to was our it, front door, and we was had, it during COVID? No, 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 this wasn't during COVID. This is pre-COVID. That's this is my point. Yes, it's changing. But I went it's back. I since I since have moved out of that neighborhood, but I went back in this the past year. Still a pretty good amount of people. Not as many, I, but I th- still pretty good. I think people are tentative about... I think we as a society are... Maybe this is just like East Coast, <laughs> Massachusetts people talking, but it's like... I feel like a lot of people are becoming more distant mm. from their neighbors, and it becomes mm. a little bit weirder to knock on their door. I did... Like, Give me a hand. I was shoveling snow yes, a couple days ago, and I saw someone from a couple houses down shoveling out their car. And I did weirdly stand on my porch for about 15 seconds, vaguely looking in the direction and debating in my head, do I offer to help them out or do I just fuck off? Because how would I feel if someone came up to me and was like, need help shoveling off your car? Half of me would be like, half of me would be like grateful. And the other half of me would be like, please never speak to me again. And then I saw that they had headphones in and I was like, it's a bridge too far. I'm going to just go inside. Out of reflex, I think I would immediately go, I'm good. And then even if I was like <laughs> shuffling. I want to like live in a neighborhood where I know like, my Grr. neighbors, but I need literally the golden opportunity of them standing in front of their car and it being covered in snow and them just throwing their hands up and going, I don't know what to do. I wish someone would help me. We will be getting to our like media roundup of things that we we mm-hmm. watched, but I did finish Parks and Rec, and God, I wish I could live in that community where everyone that just made wants to help. Yeah, where everyone wants to talk to each other and be friends and have has infinite free time to like infinite help free time, Leslie correct. with uh, her yes. activities. Drop and, like, anything do you're doing because it's not important. It can go in the background. They will help you. 
because they are your best friends and they love you. And there's a community. I live, we live in Boston where people don't even, if I was dying on the street, I think somebody would be like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I think that would be the reaction. Would be Do like, you, mind? you are making too much noise. But it, I, I think, I think Halloween's took a hit. I think certain, I think Valentine's Day, people are starting to get weird about, or everyone's always been, Valentine's Day's already been, a little bit weird. I think it was like I think I just never 50, cared so about. Like, I just never I cared went, about Valentine's Day. I think it was it was like during the eighties. It was controversial not to like love Valentine's Day, and now it's like who gives a shit, dude? Like I feel like people are like, why do we even have this? And it's like that's a good question, but it's also the only thing in February. So like, people what are seeing. Want? People have pretty much seen through Valentine's Day and just know that it's blatant consumerism at this point. People know that. Yes, but the. Uh, well, let's talk about the the uh, big fat man in the room, Santa Claus and Santa Christmas. Claus, correct. Which yeah. is I I've been thinking about Christmas because it's it's simultaneously me getting older, mm-hmm. um, and becoming more cynical. So that's an aspect of it. I think that corporations will not let Christmas change or die. No, I think Christmas Santa is Cla- going to become more important and more capitalized over time. And that's going to become sickening because it's yep. already starting way too early. Uh, like yep. it's starting in o- October yep. and it's going forever. And it's obviously capitalism. Like it's just, I think corporations are part, like I, I like, I like Christmas, but Christmas is a day. Mm-hmm. It is not three months mm-hmm. that they're making it into. And I don't think it'll ever die. It's, do, it's also Do you want it to die? Go- do, do you, is no, that your desire never, in your deepest but, but heart, it, heart? Christmas was originally like winter solstice and then Jesus came along and everyone's like, it's his birthday. And the historians were like, I think it's June. And everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> we're going to have his birthday and a big fat man in a suit's going to come. And Santa Claus now is just kind of a mascot. He's almost turned into a corporate mascot, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me. I don't, but it's this thought. I mean, we could talk about this forever, but it is interesting to think about how could Christmas change? Because it's going to change. Everything changes. I think that's what also people think, like, it'll stay like this forever. And it's like, no, things do gradually change. An interesting thing happened to me in mid-December, which was I was at CVS picking up, like, toothpaste or something. And in walked a man, a jolly man, dressed as Santa Claus. And he was just just going about his day in CVS, uh, collecting his items and checking out, dressed as Santa Claus. And you stressed that Santa Claus. And okay. it was, and it was maybe the most delightful holiday like lead up experience I had because I was like, this isn't corporate. It's just a guy walking around Santa Claus. It's pretty magical it's, to just see a man who's Santa Claus doing regular things. No one's yeah, sitting on his listen, if he if there's no one mm-hmm. sitting on his lap, it's actually maybe more magical in my mind. It is. Here's a very important question. Mm. What'd he get? What because that also affects him. because if <laughs> was, he goes, ho, 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 Santa's been a little constipated lately, <laughs> then it's, it's not Here's x and a 24 roll of toilet paper. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, what's this? Magnum condoms, oh, God. you say. And you're like, oh, no, no, Santa. But if he's getting, he's like, ooh, little treats for the reindeer. You're like, oh. So I think sweet, it was just so normal sweet. ass stuff. I think he got like a, like, like dental floss or something. Oh, Very yeah. normal. He's comparing toothpaste in the aisle. He's like, well, this one has cavity prevention, which would be very good for cookies. <laughs> this one has teeth that is whitening. That's pretty magical. I guess that's just, like, it, 
I think it's one of those things where I'm like, I am preparing for holidays to change. I think, I don't know if we're going to always have the same holidays. I would love if somebody came up with a new holiday. Well, you, but that's, that's a the, hard be the, sell. Be the change you want to see, the, be the change you want to see in the world, Will. Come up with your own holiday. Who's stopping you? Will Day. No, I'm not. I'm out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you had one. You had one shot. Wow, you had man. one up. You had one opportunity. All right, and you blew it. You blew it, kid. You had the one, well, and you're done. Now get off Shark Tank. All right. We don't need your energy here. <laughs> there's enough. This? There's enough bugs in flour. We don't need your ideas. All right. Is this Mark Cuban? Who all is right? this? He sounds like Trump. He's yeah. like. <laughs> I'm just a generic rich man. I'm just here. I'm now on. Sh- Imagine if Donald Trump went on Shark Tank. That would be wild. This is the most unfair deal that's ever existed, <laughs> Mister Mister Wonderful. Mister Wonderful. Wonderful. Would love love Mister Wonderful. He's a great Best guy. guy. He's a great Mr. guy. He, he's he's a great guy. I, I don't like you, <laughs> but I don't like him. He's a, he's a he's a coward. Um. Anyway, that that was a wonderful segment. Will, thank you for that. Now we're going to go to me for, <laughs> for like a bit of a self-aggrandizing there. Yeah, a little self-aggrandizing. I found a wonderful post on Twitter. Okay. That was that was somebody amalgamed. I can I don't have to say somebody. I have it up in front of me. I can tell you who. The at llama in a tux. And guess what? His his profile picture is a llama in a tuxedo. Love you. Great guy. Throughout 2021, I've been keeping a note on my phone when one event, conversation, or format absolutely dominated my Twitter feed. Mm. Not meme formats on Instagram. Not news stories on Reddit. Twitter. Okay. Here's what took over Twitter in 2021. I think it's... I read through this. It's it's a wonderful game of... Uh, what does he mean? Because it's what only one... Mean? One, like, sentence, usually. Okay, all right, yeah. So I'm going to just start listing. I'm yeah. going to, like, leave a little space for you if you want to mm-hmm. interject. Mm-hmm. Feel free. Okay. I'm probably not even... Gonna, I'm not even on Twitter, so there's probably a bunch of stuff I don't even know about. Unless it's, What's like, world name? events. This segment, by the way, you're in review. Twitter, Twitter edition. All right. Yeah. January, January 2nd. Bean Dad. Bean Dad? Yep. January 8th. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. January 8th, Twitter bans Trump. Uh Uh-huh. January 18th, Army Hammer is a cannibal. I actually heard about that. (laughs) Army (laughs) Hammer? Army Hammer is a cannibal. He sent, he had like, uh, one of his exes basically like came out and showed a bunch of stuff that it was like, he wanted to take like a bite out of her. Oh God. Like, and like, yeah, it was, it was like stuff that you're like. Ooh, this is the, even if it's not like illegal, it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Um, January twentieth, Bernie and his mitts at okay, the inauguration. Yeah, that's classic. yeah, yeah. Huh. January twenty sixth. How could Nick Miller pull all these women? I don't know what that means. I don't know who Nick Miller is. Nick Miller is from Tw- the show New Girl, isn't he? He's like the frumpy guy who ends up getting the girl. How can he pull all these women? I guess he's pulling a lot of women. January twenty seventh, buying GameStop stock. To screw the hedge funds. Oh, that was a big moment. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was huge. Was big, this, this is a great thing because it reminded me of a lot of stuff. What a um, wild ride. What a wild ride. February 3rd, Chrissy Teigen bought a bought a $13,000 bottle of wine. Bout? February 7th. You mean bought? I don't know. <laughs> bought. Um, 
February 7th, the weekend got caught in a funhouse tunnel at the Super Bowl halftime show. I These are s- cultural moments I totally missed out on. I didn't watch was, the Super Bowl this past year. Who gives not, a shit? Have you not seen that that gif of him like looking around wildly <laughs> in a It's great. Uh February 8th, Gorilla Glue Girl. I don't know what that is. February 9th, Oh Warrior yeah, Gorilla Glue a- was, was was a moment where like the gorilla wanted it was like they made a commercial where he like kind of wanted was looking at the girl like he wanted to bang her. Wasn't that a thing? Oh. It was really bad. I'm pretty sure I actually oh, know what that yeah. one means. I'm also going to skip some of the ones I I absolutely don't have any idea about. Okay. Uh, February 18th, Ted Cruz flew from Cancun after outcry during crisis. Oh yeah, uh-huh. remember that? Yep, yep, yep. What a, I do remember that? What a little Good baby. Texas. What a little baby boy. Um, February 8th, Burger King tweets: Women belong in the kitchen. Yikes, Burger King. <laughs> Yikes, my dude. Not going to stand that king. That's a bad king. Nah. Bad boy. Uh, March 8th slash 9th, Harry and Meghan interview by Oprah. Okay. I March refuse. 11th, I, I, on principle, refuse to give a shit about British royalty. It's such, it's, such a... I just don't give a, a singular shit. The, the royals are uh, the last vestige of a, of a bygone age, and they just... I just I just don't give a shit. The queen's on her back foot, and uh-huh. uh, I'm I'm ready her. for the know. monarchy to change, just like all of these holidays. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 11th, bunch of tweets about not recognizing Tony Hawk. Okay. Uh, March 23rd, I think we talked about this shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch. Oh yeah, we did talk about go, that. I, go I, back that was to a our segment past of mine. Episode. Yeah, that was a segment of mine. Yeah. <laughs> to hear about all of our thoughts about shrimp. Incident on Toast Crunch. Mm-hmm. March 23rd, a ship got stuck in the Suez Canal. Quick, oh, man, that was Pop huge. quiz. What was the name of the ship? Oh, uh, once I hear it, I'm going to be like, yep, that's right. I don't remember it off the top of my head, though. Evergreen. Yeah, Evergreen. Mm-hmm. My that's brain right. said it was Everclear. When I, <laughs> somebody, <'cause laughs> somebody asked, like, what was the name of the ship? And I was like, Everclear. Oh, no, it's Everclear. not that. Um, 28th, it got out of the Suez Canal, that dang boat. Beautiful. March 29th, Lil Nas X has a music video with Satan. Yeah, he was grinding was a, up on Satan. It was Satan. a banger. Yeah. It was a, it was a good music video. Uh, April 3rd, My Grandparents Were Such a Vibe format. Don't know anything about that. All right. April 9th, Prince Philip died. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> spoke, okay. All right. Um, May 2nd, Elon Musk asked Twitter for SNL skit ideas. I didn't know about that. <laughs> was his kid this year? Help, help me. Help. No, but he did break up with Grimes. We will get to that. That oh. is, I think that was last year they had the baby. Okay. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates div- uh, divorce on May. Oh 5th. yeah, right. We talked about his house. Yes, we, well, that was that was before that. Did, yeah. Was it before it? I, I think, think it was what? right around there. May eighteenth. Picture of Joe Rogan and Asana. Why is? <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed that one. Okay, Joe. By the way, Joe Rogan has turned along, into Joe. a weird. He's 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 a weird character now. Yeah, he's he's kind of back. He went into a weird. Uh, he had a weird. Well, I think there might be another one about him and uh, ivermectin, but on this list, but I don't actually. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. But he he had a weird uh, bout with COVID, and mm-hmm. he's been saying controversial things. But anyway, June sixth. Mayweather and Paul fight Logan Paul. Is it oh, yeah. Logan Paul or uh-huh. is it the other one? I don't know. I think it's Logan. Uh, I don't know. Eh, eh. June 22nd. This is an extremely important date. 
because this is the date that people were revealed that Subway tuna doesn't contain tuna. That was a big should, one. That was huge. Been, absolutely would have been a, a second fucking, city. Did we not talk segment. about that? Nope. We didn't, we didn't. talk about that? Oh, no. man. Uh, ah, dang. That's a missed opportunity. All right. June, June, June 23rd, Netflix announces a dating show called Sexy Beasts. Mm, I don't know. what. I, I missed what? that. Missed that. Uh, <laughs> June 29th, Clifford the Big Red Dog trailer in ikea bisexual couch what does that mean these are called bisexual listen we just have to move on we can't even look backwards twitter only looks forwards june 30th just says cosby oh yeah he got didn't he got out or got acquitted or something bad yeah june 2nd the ocean is on fire that's yeah. no good. There's a gift that is attached with it, and the ocean is indeed on fire. July 4th, Mark Zuckerberg wakeboarded on an American flag. With an American flag. I'm sorry. That was... He's like, what will be the most patriotic thing we'll get? Well, all the youths yes. on my side. Before I destroy, continue destroying the world, <laughs> what let, me I take get? A... let me show my patriotism. Love that barbecue. July 5th, Vin Diesel family memes. Family, family. Listen, if you if you don't watch the movies, Will, if you, I hate to say this to you, if you don't watch the movies, you're not part of the family, all right? Theo, you have no, you cannot become pretentious about Fast and the I Fucking Furious. Am, oh, oh, I am a high cultural snob car. about Fast and Furious. If you're not part of the family, you have to watch the movies. You got to watch the movies to be part of the family, oh. Will. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, let me catch up on the lore. Oh. What kind of car does okay, Vin drive? Well, answer guy, me one question. Guy. One question. Oh, it's what a kind muscle of car, does... car. And the muscle <laughs> of his bicep. It's a, <laughs> it's a Dodge Challenger, Will. All right? I don't I need you to shit. know that. I need you I to know, know that. All right? It's not even a Charger. Um, July 13th, billionaires fly to space. Fuck that. I'm going to say we did talk about that, but Go. fuck that, dude. Because they're just spending, like, they're like... So we kind of destroyed the Earth ourselves because that's what we did. Uh, we're gonna. I misspoke. Fuck off. It is actually a Dodge Charger, not a Dodge Challenger. I lied. All right, we need to just okay. rectify that immediately. Well, you're not even <laughs> a super fan. You're out. You're out of the familia. I'm out. No. Out of here. It's the only family I had. July twenty seventh. Cock confidence versus cock shame. Hmm. 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 Theo had to be there. Do you feel? <laughs> confidence you should have asked me on july 27th all right that's the day you could have gotten that answer all right i was very confident that day and that then day i slid I was... into shame <laughs> uh july 28th Sim- simone biles bill Bi- biles she's Olymp- biles pulls out of the olympics big Olympic. moment yeah that was a big moment july 30th scarlett johansson is suing disney yeah which i remember did that get for, right for not putting movies in theaters that yeah that was because of they put Black Widow on Disney Boss and she was like, the fuck, dude? Which was correct, but it was also like a business move. Like, and they here's were my, like, here's we're my still hot, good. Hot like, take. <laughs> I wasn't going to see that movie regardless of where it was. You could hand me a free copy of that movie and I was like, not going to watch this. It is exactly a game or, or is a movie that I will play as the Switch during my Switch. <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> a video I, game I'm at a point in my own. life where I don't need to watch every Marvel movie. So there are just some filler things. August 2nd, Matt Damon learned not to use the F slur. Hmm. Matt Damon learning. That's interesting. Character development for Matt Damon. (laughs) 
Yeah, good for you, Matt Damon, for not <laughs> figuring out things. For figuring that out. That everyone else knew like 10 years ago. August 8th, celebrities are not showering. Oh, I remember Aug- this. I, I remember that. I don't I don't remember that. What was that? It was, there was this whole thing around how showering was pretentious. There was like this cultural blip <laughs> where like showering was pretentious. Yeah. What? Yeah. And the celebrities was, were like time to be smelly? I don't remember all of the details of it, but it was something like that. That's wild. We we live in a wild age. August 15th. Uh why did a white woman write a cookbook about noodles and dumplings? Why did she do this, Theo? Hmm. I couldn't tell you. Seems like okay. there, it seems like that ground <laughs> might have been covered by somebody else at this point. Somebody has that. Um August 20th, this is probably the biggest news of the year and was immediately uh, retracted. OnlyFans bans porn. We didn't uh, talk about that. Uh-huh. That would have been a talk about that. We would have talked about because that. Because what the fuck were they thinking? We made a joke in a past episode. I remember doing a bit about seeing an ad for OnlyFans that was like, get your mother's cooking. Like, post your co- <laughs> mother's like, no, recipes. No, we all know. We all what? know. Yeah. What? Are you not? Do you not know what your own site's you about? Know? And apparently they didn't. Because they were like, time is, to get rid of still, the porn. This is still irrelevant because there's all these swirling rumors this is going to date us about Reddit going public. And if Reddit goes public, all of that NSFW content gone. And that means they're probably going to lose a big check segment of their audience. That's like 50% of the subreddits. At least. Here. At least. Yeah, no way. Um, August 24th, Milk Crate Challenge. Missed this one. That was, it's basically you try to walk up, people make steps out of milk crates and you try to get as high as you can. So it goes like one, one milk crate, two, three, four, five. You got to see if you can get to the fifth one before you fucking, you crash. (laughs) That sounds really dumb. It is dumb. You're going to hurt yourself. Every challenge (laughs) is terrible. I'm so glad I'm too old for TikTok. This is great. What a world to live in. You're not a TikTok teen? I'm not oh, a TikTok man. teen. I'm not a Zoomer. Living that life. Annie got into TikTok this year. And she's too uh, old. Tell her. She's too old. She's banned. No, she's younger than us. She's It's fair fair game. No, she's, she's still that. too old. She should know better. She's emotionally too old. It's not just for old. teens. It's for, it's, I see a lot of people who are old on that. I don't. Um, but Listen, I don't give a shit. She's too old. All right? Get her out of there. It is, it is just... <laughs> it is... Because every, I feel, I feel like sites have gotten better at, at becoming cotton candy for the brain. It, oh. TikTok right now is the ultimate cotton candy for the brain where it just keeps scrolling with it. It's like, we think you would like this. And you're like, okay. That's why I will never yep. get it. Because it seems, because. There, there's this whole thing somebody, about the, the algorithm where like. Yeah. They analyze the things that you look at, and they analyze the things that you don't look at based on the time you spent looking at the thing, and they tailor. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's... it's. I don't blame TikTok, their business, but it's also like... It's it's pure nothingness. Mm-hmm. At least on YouTube, it's like, I could I could learn about history, maybe. I, I mean, won't. I could maybe. <laughs> I could maybe. I won't, but I, I could. I learn ad- about... Adventure is out there. I do learn about Warhammer 40k <laughs> history. Oh sometimes. God, I, do, I sometimes look nerd. at actual history things, but... Um, twenty seventh, August twenty seventh, Nirvana baby sues. Oh, I remember that. Yep, we didn't I talk about that. that. By the way, no, I, that was oh, August twenty seventh. I know, but I could have sworn we talked. Oh man, okay, no. crazy. That was fun to say. But Nirvana baby sues. July 29th, I'm surprised that this was so late in the game. I thought this was earlier in the year. People started using ivermectin to treat COVID. Oh yeah, right. 
We did not the, talk the about this. This was horse tranquilizer. I, I did watch this and I was like, this would have been good segment city content. Like, I was <laughs> talking about how fucking stupid these people are. I like, because I was like, horse medicine. Like, why are people taking it? And then you read it and you're like, these people are stupid as fuck. This yeah. is the, the thing is, it's is that it's other medicine, technically. Like, it's, it's people always talk about the COVID vaccine of like, we don't, you don't know what is in it. And then those same people, people always joke about it, yep. like, we'll drink soda and smoke cigarettes and things where it's mm-hmm. like, those are actively bad for you and you don't know what they're what's in mm-hmm. there. Ivermectin, same thing. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Do you, well, these people know. Anyway, September 1st, terrible news. Texas banned abortion. Or at least tried. It's, well, they, in a way. Fucking, yeah, I, I remember show. that. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Absolute. <laughs> what a backwards September place. F- Texas in general or just in general Texas is like rivaling Florida now for just like backwards ass shit yeah September 5th Mark Hamill it just says (laughs) Mark Hamill it has a tweet a tweet that is linked to it and I was like what does this mean and the the original joke is somebody tweeted to at Mark Hamill you could just tweet Mark Hamill and you get thousands of likes. And then Mark Hamill tweeted Mark Hamill and then it got thousands of likes. <laughs> it got so many fucking... Fu- I love that. You, how many likes do you think it got? 25,000. Not even close. 610,000. No That's incredible. It is incredible. I love it. Uh, September 7th, Blue's Clues guys... Guy releases video. That oh, yeah, that guy. That awesome. Everyone liked it. Um, September 16th. This would have 100% become a Segment City segment. Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. Do you know what that means? Do you know the reference? The balls? Oh the balls on this man? Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. This is ringing a bell. But I can't place my finger on what the story was. I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj was like my cousin's friend or whatever. Oh, uh, right. Got this swollen is a COVID balls thing. This, oh, after swollen getting balls. a COVID vaccine. Yeah, this is a, yeah, right, right, right. This is a COVID thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Which is, and people were like, no. <laughs> There's not. Um, September 23rd, worst news of the year. Chris Pratt is Mario. Big moment. Would have been talked about on Segment Segment. Wish Segment City would have covered that for us. Wish, yeah, Wish Segment City. They were off the air. In our darkest hour. You were asking about this before. September 24th, Musk and Grimes broke up. Big moment. Not in comparison to Chris Pratt being Mario. That's a nothing. That's an absolute nothing of a headline. Well, then uh, October 3rd, Grimes reading Marx. Carl Marx. Oh, yeah. On On the subway or something like that? That's weird october 6th i had to google it or yeah i had to google this i think the, co- the, funniest, the, the funniest comment mm-hmm. about that was like she broke up with him so hard she's breaking up with capitalism <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, she she was like a wild lady before very liberal and then she's like time to shack up with one of the richest capitalists well, literally the, the richest like, man in the world yes and then tries to go back to like hello i'm welcome me socialist friends and they're just like no, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not how like, that works. Not, that's not how that works. October 6th, Zodiac Killer found. I Google, I looked this up there. It was basically like a bunch of people because blah, blah, blah. Zodiac Killer had a bunch of ciphers. Yada, yada. That people couldn't break. They put in the name of one of the suspects and it created a message. So they think it's that guy is basically what I read. That's, okay. This is a truncated version. So they think it was this guy. Um, 
I think his name was Point or something. Um, anyway, October 25th, Dune has a guy named Paul. Yep. Everyone showed up late to that party. Yep. There's yeah. a guy named Duncan Idaho. I don't know. <laughs> that's a much wilder <laughs> name than me. Um, October 27th, screenshots of telling your boss you quit work. I feel like that's been a, tw- a trend for a while. Maybe it was just a big thing on Twitter on that day. That day. October 28th, Facebook is now meta. Right. This would have absolutely, we would have absolutely talked about this, about the meta verse, which we, we will talk about after this. The but metaverse. The metaverse. November 1st, NFT bro had his monkey stolen. I Basically, I think, I think it was a bunch of people that were just right clicking the images and being like, I saved your monkey, the NFT that you got. And he's like, no, you can't, you can't take it. You can't take it. 20, November 23rd, Ridley Scott blames millennials. Do you know what he was blaming the millennials about? What? Uh, his d- movie flopping. The Last Duel, I think it was. Because hmm. it was a historical drama with like Matt Damon. And so you don't even know that movie existed. Nope. The, so Couldn't millennials really Sorry. did fuck it up. You fucking millennials. It wasn't the marketing department. It was me. It was me all along. It was you. Uh, November 24th, Pete Davidson starts dating Kim K. Is that Kim? Did he? Is he dating Kim Kardashian? I don't keep up with celebrities, okay, but I did, is, I did. I did. I <laughs> did hear about this, I'm... and I was. This was. This is the big moment of like, how does he keep doing this? How do we keep letting him get away with this? How does he keep getting? <laughs> somebody. Somebody asked, "What is the appeal of Pete Davidson?" On like a Ask Reddit thread, and somebody come was like, instead of a manic pixie dream girl, he's like a. Uh, garbage like yeah. drug de- like something he's a it was garbage like- <laughs> drug gnome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that might have been better than what they actually said but <laughs> july 7th you want me to blank the thing that killed blank and then they gave an example this is the only reason i'm reading it you ma- want me to go to a meeting the thing that killed julius caesar <laughs> <laughs> so, great stuff <laughs> i love that <laughs> This is, okay, this is one zillion percent Segment City thing. I, December 9th, Nutter Butter said Twink. I will read you, that's Mm. not the, that's, I'm going to read you the full tweet. It's challenging. It's it's short. It's challenging. Somebody named, whose username on Twitter is Twink Sivan said, stop adding nuts to perfectly good desserts. I think adding like uh, Nutter Butter and other things. Nutter Butter responded, I want this twink obliterated, which is. <laughs> that's that's challenging, Nutter Butter. I am putting a hit on this twink. He's going to die. Two mil, dead or alive. Lovely stuff. Uh, December 14, Jorts the Cat. This is actually something I know about because my girlfriend was in love with it. It is basically a, a long Reddit post. Where uh, a guy who's worked at a construction site, there's two cats that like lived in a trailer. And one of them was dumb and his name was Jorts. Okay. And so this one lady who was like new really loved Jorts and got very frustrated that people were making fun of Jorts for being dumb. Because they kept on trying to like teach Jorts not to get trapped in a closet. Mm-hmm. And like all this, and so it went into a whole HR experience of like, you are making fun of shorts and like yelling. And then it came out that she was like, it's because she said, like, you are perpetuating, like, this is a quote, perpetuating ethnic stereotypes by saying orange cats are dumb. That, what? She, yeah, she went crazy. And then she apparently tried to help Jorts get out of closets and things because by covering him in margarine. 
to no help way. them slip out. <laughs> no way. That's that so was the, good. It's so good. It is so good. Uh, and I think that was an Am I the Asshole? And that is the last thing on this list. I love it. I just wanted to go through. I, it seemed like a very fun way to go through the year. What a beautiful I, year. It was that or me personally. What a beautiful, going terrible like, year. A weird CNN list where they go over every single like actual news, news event. story. Yeah, no, I don't, don't want to hear about I don't care about news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do we want to talk about a few things from the year of like, or do we want to save that for like other segments like NFTs and stuff? We have not really talked. We talked about NFTs right at the beginning when they were coming out. Right at I the start the of story. NFTs. Yes, they're wild. Let's save they're it. Dumb. Let's save it. They're dumb we'll and they're save- wild. They're, I I could do a full segment on NFTs, so we're gonna save that. We're going to do, uh, we're going to move on to some personal, what we did over the last year. Some and personal also passions. Media roundup. We're going to yes. do some media roundup. I'm, we're going to be talking in general, like terms about games, movies, and uh, TV shows. Yep. I'm going to say uh, right now that we, we're going to not try to spoil her. Do we'll try to we'll try to say and if we're gonna spoil something we'll uh, we'll hold off I think what we what we're planning on doing is we're gonna do non spoiler and then if there's anything we want to spoil we will do it after we do an outro fair everyone 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 in the room oh uh, yeah sure man whatever you say you're the boss man okay well I'm the boss I'm the boss um do you wanna do you wanna talk about anything in your life that went on that you'd like to I don't know. You want to talk about this past year? Yeah. Uh, well, my uh, some of this media roundup sort of dovetails into my last year, actually. Really? Dovetails nicely. Well, yeah. If, let's start off with. I'm just going to start us off. Media roundup. TV media shows. Roundup. TV shows. TV show that I want to talk about that dovetails nicely into my year. On Netflix, Drive to, Formula One, Drive to Survive. This has been the year of Formula One for Theo. Theo's what? gotten really into Formula One this year. I'm <laughs> surprised of the year. I'm now really into Formula One. All jokes aside, I really like it. This is a left turn. I didn't see. I You have not told me about Just this. Just like Max Verstappen, I took the hard left turn and I came out ahead. And now I'm I'm winning, baby. Every year now. Let's go. Formula One forever. I'm on this hype train. I, what is the appeal of Formula One to you? I sound boys, like a the actual boys, like. A <laughs> the, boys, the boys go real fast. The boys I just like go real genre. fast. Theo, those, now those boys, what? <laughs> what is the appeal of Formula One? You seem if to you, be a Formula One I racer. can't recognize, I can't recommend Drive to Survive on Netflix highly enough. It has all of the makings of a fantastic reality TV show because it has high stakes money, it has real world competition, and it has real non-manufactured drama. It is very mm. good. And then, and then the best part, you turn off that show and you turn on your TV and what's that? Oh my gosh, it's real life stakes, a live sport that goes along with this TV show. It just paired so nicely. And as How an American much? viewer, you get to wake up on a Sunday morning and you spend Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon watching Formula One. And that's you it. That's watching that's, it that's live. That's the whole commitment for every two weeks. You only have to spend two hours every two weeks and you're up Ooh. to speed on everything to do with Formula One. It's incredible. There just There's just one race? Every other week, there's one one race. That's all there is. Okay. I was going to make fun of you. This is a very doable. It's low commitment. Yeah, it's low commitment. And I love it. It's it's not like you're like, I got into 
competitive basket weaving. There's only no, it's one. No, like, I didn't. I would be like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> the it's only bi-weekly that they have tournaments and they will televise it on ESPN 20. This one's only on ESPN 2. So, you so know, two. it's not okay. it's not okay, that that's, off the beaten path. That's pretty good. Two's pretty, pretty good. good. Two's pretty good. Two's pretty good. Wonderful. I Okay, do I want to go back and forth? What's the Yeah, the you etiquette? go ahead. I just, oh man, viewers, listeners, Go watch Drive to Survive. That's so oh my good. God. It's so okay. good. Will, Will, yeah. Watch one episode of Drive to Survive. Tell me it's not a great TV show. I'm right? so behind on like literally everything. Um, I don't give a <laughs> shit. This is better than a lot of things on your list. <laughs> no, it isn't because the first thing I wrote on because I I tried to actually write down the things I watched and then I gave up. After, like, yeah, very I, I had to pare down because there's a lot of stuff. But yeah, um, I finished watching Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. One of the best shows i've watched it's seven seasons of awesome um and then i watched the original series a little less good i'm gonna a little, <laughs> little less good there a little bit a little bit more 60s so it's mm. a casual racism and mm. a little bit of sexism Ooh, hey but baby star War, uh, star trek the first show to feature an interracial kiss that's a little fun fact for it you. is that okay i will in the context of the episode it is not as nice <laughs> because mm. they are being forced to kiss for the entertainment of the aliens. Got so it. So, like, they were physically off colors on. Anyway, there's a, like, original series, if anyone's interested in Star Trek, you do not need to watch the original series. It was, It is not a serialized show, so it's just basically, like, every episode is like, this is Spock. Like, he's gonna do Spock things. So you just learn who the characters are, like, per episode. Like, they build kind of on each other, but anyway. But there's an entire episode that they did that was uh, the Native American planet. And, okay. Uh, and they were protected by like the the I forget what they called them. They were like the the overseers or something, or like the preservers. It was like the preservers or something. And you're like, uh oh. And then this Kirk gets amnesia. Yeah, and he becomes like a witch doctor or like a shaman or something. And I'm like, uh oh, that's not uh-oh. good. Uh oh, we got to abort this <laughs> episode. And there he's just like these simple people with their simple ways. And you're just like, uh oh, this is sixty like. There's a lot of stuff in the original Star Trek that you're just like, this is progressive for the time, but it's not good now. It's not good anymore. <laughs> but anyway, what's good? What's good on your TV list? Next one. We can both talk about this one. Squid Game had a cultural moment. Squid I'm surprised game. that wasn't on the Twitter uh, year in review because this yeah. felt like it had just two weeks of being the absolute hottest shit. And then you never hear about it again. I forgot. it. I didn't even put it on my list. I forgot it. Yep. It was um, a flash flash in the pan culture moment, but I do have to say long lasting effect. I'm more vaguely interested in checking out like uh, international form. Yeah. Foreign TV shows yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's the long lasting. I There was so much of popular culture and society that missed the point that capitalism is bad. And we're just like, oh ooh, fun game I would play. And I was I, like, you guys missed the point, though, didn't you? It, that was a thing that would have been a segment city segment was I think it was Mr. Beast did like, yeah. you're going to win actual money if you like, we're going to do good games in real life. And we're going to, you know, they didn't kill anyone, of course, like that's, no, that. But, but the still, whole thing of good games. But even is, even reenacting it is sort of like you missed the point here, bud. You missed the point. Yeah, exactly. It's like and it went to charity. It's like he, it's not like he's doing it the nicest way you can, but it's still like but you still know he's making, point, dude. You still know he's making money off of it and he's like, still making doing it for live. his yeah. own clout. Like. Yeah. It's it's all clout. It's all but it yeah. The I thought Squid Game was very good. And then the last few episodes were very slow. And I kind of wanted it mm-hmm. to end like it I could have just like it kept on ending. It was like Lord of the Rings, where it was just like I'm like, are you oh, is this gonna end? 
fully end. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, the game, it was also very stressful. I'm I'm used to watching stressful. things that are like, yep. I, I, for fun, listened to like a true crime, crime podcast where people get murdered and stuff. The, and that was less stressful than the storytelling than did the show. succeed in like making it very stressful. That was the point, right? It was interesting to see characters that were uh, like South Korean archetypes. Yeah, I think I was vaguely aware of this, like mobster guy. Mobster guy is yeah, like East Asian, guys, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. East Asian culture like stereotype is is mobster boss with slick mobster back hair, guy with, with overweight like a tattoo on his yeah, neck. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Um, there's like the the uh, grifter lady mm-hmm. who is kind of fun. Uh, there's like the outcast girl who the outcast who was girl, an extra like thing of like she was from North Korea. She was from North Korea, kind of, and I was like, wow, that's that's an interesting cultural thing. Interesting. There was the guy that I was like, the I'm not going to spoil anything, but it does get. There's like a few characters, and there's one character that I was like, this guy from what I've seen of like Asian and like. A lot of Eastern cultural stuff is more based off of the collective. And like that is uh, shown through a lot of the things is the morals are like, we do better if we stick together. Like I've mm-hmm. seen Train to Busan. I haven't watched a lot of uh, like South Korean cinema. I have, I still need to watch Parasite. That's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm that far good. behind. But like, that was very much like, we need to work together. And the selfish guy like has to learn the lesson that's like, we, you need to like sacrifice yourself for the good of everybody. And there's a character in Squid Games that I'm like, that's him. You're that. You're that guy. You're, like, you're, you're the gonna. You're guy. gonna. That's the lesson you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was. It was very. It was a good show. I would recommend it. My one of my cousins came up because I was like, I was. I'm watching Squid Game, and she's like, I've watched it three times, and I'm Why like, Why would you watch it more than it's once? Not that good. Yeah. It's, it's not, not that, that good. good. Like. Yeah. It's. It also ruins a bit because you're like that person's gonna die. That person's right. gonna die. Like it, I don't. Maybe it takes the edge off. This is not something I would watch more than once. Yeah. Uh. Did you watch Maniac? I did not I, watch that Maniac. It didn't come out this year. It's with uh, Jonah Hill and uh, what's her name? She was Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man. Emma, is it Emma? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma, Stone. Emma Stone's yeah. in it. Uh, it had a cool aesthetic. Uh, it was a very weird kind of... Uh, I don't. They did a lot of... The premise of the show is they have people for a test experiment and these two characters, especially they're following and how they kind of interact. Um, Does Jonah Hill just sort of play himself? Because I feel like Jonah Hill is always just sort of playing himself. No, No, he plays like he's from like a rich family and he's kind of the black sheep of the family. Okay. It's the, the thing I wanted to talk about about this is the so they're in a drug trial. And this is all like 70s sci-fi. I love the aesthetic of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and there's a computer that is like, they take a drug and they're taking it in segments and it's supposed to help. It's supposed to be a drug that will like be therapy, basically, where you go into your brain and like it helps you cope with a lot of things by like creating fantasy stuff. Um, then they like put their head between these two plates and and so that for some reason, so they can modern to them. And okay. I kept on being like, why didn't you just make it so that they went into the computer? Because then the computer, of course, like things go wrong with it, blah, blah, blah. They start like, and I'm like, why is it a drug like psychosis thing as opposed to put them in the matrix? Which well, makes much more sense. They didn't want to do the matrix. I guess they didn't want to do the matrix. They wanted to talk about pharmaceuticals, I guess, but it was like, why? Anyway, um, what was a movie or a TV show? In Next one. We're, called we're going to have to like go a little quicker on these next but. one called true story it features kevin hart in a dramatic role he 
it was very interesting seeing him doing acting. He's quite good at it, turns Is out. He? He's quite I good at it. It's a dramatic role for him, and he does a good job. It's it's a fictionalized... It's basically him playing himself, but instead of being called Kevin, he's called, he's called the kid. Like, everyone just calls him kid. Because you weird. said Jonah Hill just kind of plays himself. I'm like, Kevin Hart actively only plays himself. <laughs> you think? So in the show, he basically is himself, but he's, you see all of the parts of his life that are like not funny. And then mm-hmm. this, this, the uh, stakes of the show are basically like in the first episode, he wakes up in bed with someone who's dead and, mm-hmm. and his brother played by Wesley Snipes is basically like, yo, we can't tell anybody about this. It'll end your career. It looks really bad. We got to deal with this body. And it's basically them getting themselves out of that situation and continuously like falling into worse and worse situations. Okay. Very, very Hamlet. No, not very Miss Macbeth-esque a bit. Um, Okay, very Shakespearean of like... they. Very Shakespearean. It's a tragedy. Um, I recommend it. I think it was good. I think it was really good. By the way, I forgot to do recommendations for things. Uh, Maniac... I would watch a few episodes, see if you like it. Okay. Um, the next true one, story, I think, true story. Not that many episodes. I think it's like eight episodes, and they're like forty minutes each, and it's only one season. So recommend. Yeah. Uh, Shadow and Bone. Did you ever? Did you watch? I didn't watch Shadow that? and Bone. It was good. Uh, Annie had read the books that it was based off of. It's like two se- series, kind of, of books. One that was more interesting sounding to me, and then there's like kind of the main like YA fantasy like. I'm the young protagonist girl. Yeah. Ooh, right. I have special powers. And that's kind of like, that's the A plot. The B plot, which is like a totally different series that they just like put in also, is um, like thieves and they're trying to like steal her, which is mm. not in the books apparently. But it is an interesting way because they, they're they like the crows because it's Six of Crows is the other book series. Okay. Um, and they live in like, fantasy amsterdam and they pulled these heists and stuff and everyone, Ooh, like fantasy yeah, amsterdam that's that's the fun like that's super fun there's a lot of fun characters like one of them's the brain behind the operation one's really good with guns that's fun and then the, the main plot i was like i'm kind of there for it it's pretty good it's one of those like fantasy things like the witch it feels very witcher to me which i'm watching witcher season two and i'm like good that like dark mm-hmm. uh we're gonna put a little tint on this lens because the world, like the thing about the world, is that there's it's fantasy Europe. Because I kept on being like, "What's that country supposed to be?" And she's like, "That's fantasy Russia." And I'm like, "Cool, like that's the level <laughs> of fantasy." Um, that's like part of the continent is cut off by this giant dark wall that they try to send like land boats through to like get to the other side to like reunite with the other half of the country. But anyway, it was pretty good. I that's another one of like see if you get into the world. Like, a few mm. episodes, it's not, like, particularly long, but it is, like, a little bit long. Um, so Interesting. Yeah. Next one for me is The Morning Show on Apple TV. It is a drama. Apple TV? Well, we had it free for six months because apparently if you own a PS5, you get six months of Apple TV. So that was interesting. Uh, it's a dramatic show about a, a morning TV show. It has Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, it's Big names. Big names. It's very oh, and Steve Carell. Steve Carell's in it. Um, it's good. It season. I we watched specifically season two was what we watched, and season mm. two was wild because it's a it's a contemporary show about morning TV, and they at the second half of season two is them like beginning. It's like February twenty twenty, 
And one of the news people is like, I have to go to Wuhan and like address this COVID thing. Ooh. And then like the series is progressing and you're like, shit's about to get real. And you guys are really not prepared for any of it. It's very, very ominous and weird watching the world like sliding into COVID. And this is the show that I've, the only show that I've seen hmm. that is actually addressing it. Like actually being like, we're going to have our story be about COVID. <laughs> so it was very interesting. interesting and I don't know if it feels like too soon. It doesn't feel like too soon to me because I'm like, hmm. it seems like at some point we're going to get a wave of media that is like reflective of COVID and we haven't quite hit that yet. You know, it's like uh, it's like in the decade uh, uh, after 9-11, it's like everything was kind of in the wake of that. That's going to be COVID. That's going to be COVID times. There was and that so, documentary, though, that I, th I remember seeing trailers for a documentary that was like people on a cruise ship, like yeah. getting COVID. And I, even that was, I feel like that was like a year ago that they, that came out or something. Right. Like, I don't even know if it's out, but I saw trailers for it like a year ago. And I was like, Ooh, this is too, because yeah. when you're in the, we're still in the middle of it. I think we people are, are like, we're out totally. of it. And it's like, we're still right. in it. And I don't want to see, it's kind of like that movie. I saw the end of, what's the new one with, uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? My brain is just, is it the, the sky is falling or whatever? Is that one? Yeah. The Netflix movie. Yeah. Um, and that has Jonah Hill also. <laughs> and he's, it's everybody being obnoxious and real. And it's about climate change. And I, I watched the end of it, which I was like, this is a perfect amount of stuff. I don't need to watch the rest of this movie. Um, but I was like, this is very cynical. And like, I understand that thing, but it's also like right now, that is not the type of media that I want to consume. I get that. I totally get that. Um, where it's just like, I don't need more misery in my life. I do see yeah, that, I don't like, know that miserable I, like, things half the I don't time, think but I, it's interesting misery. Like, I don't, I don't think it's, that I necessarily like loved that that like definitely made me feel uncomfortable that that was the storyline, but not in like an off-putting way. And also the, the storylines that are happening around it. It's like, there's all of these interesting storylines. And then you're like, oh, but COVID's about to hit and all your shit is about to like get to like all your plans, all your best laid plans are about to be uh, completely thrown out the window. That yeah, was very it's, interesting. It's dramatic irony. It is dramatic. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so next thing that I had, speaking of kind of uh, dramatic irony, I suppose, it's kind of the opposite of dramatic irony. Uh, crime scene, the vanishing of Cecil Hotel. This is one I'm going to spoil because I got a little bit mad. Okay. This is a documentary. It's a short documentary. It's like four episodes. It's one of those Netflix documentaries. Um, do you know what it's about? No. Basically, there's a hotel in L.A. that is right next to uh, the like Hollywood in or like downtown. It's downtown. It's next to um, what's the big homeless strip? Oh, uh, it has a name. It's not the Tenderloin. Skid that's Row. In Skid Row. It's yeah. right next to Skid Row. And it had like it housed like famous serial murder, like um, the fucking Night Stalker lived there like there. But it's an interesting documentary because it talks about that history of the hotel. It talks about Skid Row and it talks about this one girl who disappeared in, in the hotel and she was acting erratically. Um, like there's video of her in a elevator and she's like peeking her head out, peeking her head in. Um, it looks like she's talking to somebody and, um, people are like, okay, well, was she, was she murdered? Cause she, they find her. She's in the water tank at the top of the building. Oh, I remember you talking about this. Um, and they only figured out that that she was there after the water started smelling funny. 
Like that's it's fucking gross. But anyway, yeah. the reason I got mad at it because and it goes in part of the plot of it is about uh, the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. uh, concerning it, um, and how wild people got about it because um, people were looking like spent years of their life like trying to figure out what happened to this girl. Um, by the way, her name is Elisa Lamb. I, I blanked on it and I just remembered Elisa mm-hmm. Lamb. Um, and there's just one detail uh, where, cause the, apparently people were like the lid of the water tank was closed. Beh- like she couldn't have closed it from inside the thing. Um, how the fuck did she get there? And then the guy, the janitor, whoever discovered her was like, Oh no, it was open. And all the conspiracy people went, Okay. What? And I was like, what? That's the end of it. And that was the end of it. Oh my god. Nobody asked the janitor who opened the fucking thing for a a follow-up. Bruh. It was so it made me so bugged that like I got to the end and the main conspiracy guy who was like doing creepy weird like was like obsessive over it. And he was just like, Oh, that makes sense. I was like, what? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is it an interesting documentary? I was with it for most of it, and then I was like, at the end, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? What is this? Um. Anyway, a lot of good do- documentaries on Netflix. That one was like was very popular for a while because mm. people were really into it. And then it, I feel like it went off a cliff. Like people didn't talk about it at all. But anyway, um, next one for you. By the next way, one this for me. Long, we we just got to accept this yep. is gonna be a long episode. Next one for me. Uh, another documentary was on HBO. It was called Hundred Foot Wave. Did you ever watch any of this? No. Basically, what is that? <laughs> It's basically about this dude. It, they have Trying like to surf. They have this like they have like twenty years of footage of this dude, and basically what? his whole life's goal is to surf a one hundred foot wave, which is like a mind bogglingly huge wave. Like that's a big. It wave. is truly huge. So he basically, is, it's a story of him like for twenty. Literally, they have footage of him for twenty years going around the world like trying to find a, a, a huge wave. That would and have he, to be a tsunami. Like that. And would they be and, and they. He basically finds this place in Portugal called Nazare, and he's like, the waves here are crazy. And they show the the footage of it is like these massive waves smashing into these rocks that have a lighthouse on top. And just like, you can't even see the lighthouse because it's a, like in a wave. Spray. Yeah, it's just gigantic. And so he basically goes out and tries to like surf this wave when it's like a typhoon in this place that's already on a regular day pretty crazy. And it's like, him trying to do this and him getting hurt and him like all of his pals that like contribute try to surf and they can like continuously get hurt but you know that they're gonna get back on their surfboards and get back out there whenever they're back because that's because they're fucking insane because they're fucking insane and like it just was something to put on in the background where i'd be like playing switch and i'd like look up and be like why why are they still doing this why 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 are they still here what are they getting out of this very they're weird. crazy. There are pe- there are people who are weird about that. We this, talked about this, that last episode. This docu series like is is too long. It is like eight or ten episodes, and it's like this needs to be like three or four. But they have they have so much footage of this dude. There, I just I just don't get it. I there's nothing worse and than it, a documentary series <laughs> that goes on too long. And the main character is just such a, like a bland Dan of a character. He's like, yeah, and so I really had to surf the wave, and I had to train a lot. <laughs> Uh, you know, so I spent some time training in California and then I got on my board and we went and surfed the biggest wave. Yeah, that was it. It's like, dude, you, you have probably like, has brain damage. You you have like eight hours of my attention. Say something interesting. Possible. <laughs> he's, he's just going for that big wave, dude. 
Okay. Uh, my next one is Pretend It's a City. Do you know about this? I haven't this? heard of this. No. This is on Netflix. Uh, comes highly recommended. It's following Fran Leibowitz, who is a famous like satirist and author and yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Um, she is the most New York woman who's ever fucking existed. I okay. love her so much. Okay. I don't agree with everything she said. Like she, she has. It's produced by Martin Scorsese, who is okay. there. Like he's sitting down. He, he loves her. He's like howling, laughing. He's like having a grand <laughs> time with this lady who is just. You look at her and you're just like, yeah, you're like the New Yorker. She has this like kind of long drawn face and just like the way she. He's like, yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah, across the street here. But her takes and just the things she says, I just love her because she's just like, because the whole why it's called pretend is a city is like this. This is my rules for life, and let let me talk about certain things and like how I view life. Pretend and it's, it's a city. it was lovely to just like sit down and just like view the world from her perspective because it was also filmed before COVID, so she's like walking around New York and she's like yeah. lamenting how there's no bookstores because she's like a huge reader and like mm-hmm. she goes to Times Squares and she's like. The f- the, you shouldn't bring a book to Times Square because there's like a little <laughs> kiosk and she's like, what the fuck is this? Like, she, she's so great. Highly recommended. It's not that long of a show and like each one is about a subject technically, but she just goes on fucking I'm definitely going to watch that. That's great. It's a great show. Um, yeah, go, what, what's your next one? Um, unless you are done with them and then I can just like rattle off my I've got a couple two. more. Um, just two short ones. Uh, only Murders in the Building. Mar- Steve Martin. Martin Short and Selena Gomez. It's about the, the about three that. of them who there's a murder happens in their building. And then the three of them are like, wait, we love true crime podcasts. Let's make a true crime podcast about this murder in our building and solve it because the police obviously can't do their jobs. Um, so it's it's a funny little gag on like how everybody who listens to true crime thinks they know what happened. And oh, they I, think that, they, saw, like that. <laughs> they think they're smarter than the detectives. Um and it's got some good moments and it it has its own little interwoven mystery that you're like, there's something not quite right actually with these characters too. Let's try to figure that out. They all have their hidden, are hidden they motives and stuff. They are characters. Yeah, they're characters. Okay, it's so not it's a not it's not a it's not real. No, no, no. It's it's okay. It's a hero. It's it's, it actual it's a comedy. Martin. It's a comma drama comedy drama, but it's it's fun. You you and Annie would really like it, I think. I would recommend it. It's it's medium on my list. It's like yeah. not high on my it's list. It's a fun little popcorn. You don't really have to think about it that too hard. Too hard. And then the other one that was fine, Ted Lasso. It's fine. Ted Lasso People season like two. One. Season two, not very good. It's going the direction of Parks and Rec, but late seasons of Parks and Rec where you're like, they're kind of leaning into their, you love these characters so much, don't you? Like yeah. they're leaning into that too much um, to a point where I'm like, I, I, I need you to do People, more for me. People needed the hope. It's the opposite of what yeah. we were talking about before. Of like, I I want hope hopeful things. I, but, I, but I want it to be more of a comedy than than they're making it out to That's be. That's fair. That's it, it. People liked the it, kind of comedy aspect, like drama. Right. Uh, season another season two, Mandalorian season two. Watch that. I we watched. Didn't talk about that. Yeah, we did. I watched that too. I had I had a zagging take here from a lot of people where. The, uh, similar to the last one where I was like, you love these characters so much, don't you? I'm like, Disney, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off yeah. with your, like, shoving characters I like into these into these stories. Same take. 
I, that uh, was the part that I hated the most is yeah. I'm like, okay, you can bring in Ahsoka Tano or whatever, like right. spoilers for Mandalorian. I don't give for a For the single episode the, or whatever. The fact that it's getting, yeah, the fact that, the, the, but the fact that they brought back like the fish guy from episode one of Mandalorian, who was just yeah. a one-off dude that was not, and then they're like, he's here again. Don't you love him? And you're just like, who is he? Like, yeah. it was good makeup. Like, he's, That being he cool said, makeup. I will take infinite Star Wars Bill Burr. Please just give me more Bill Burr. Well, give him his own Star Wars show. He was I another one that was appropriate because, yes. he, like, they actually gave him an arc. Fishman yes. didn't have any. They gave he, him an they arc. Just yes. they, they just brought him back. just brought him back. Whereas he actually had character development and he had a plot point. So you're like, cool, and I'm okay we all sort of knew where the end of that show was. Can we just 15 seconds of spoilers? Nobody care. I don't care, think people care about it's it's all spoiled. Like, all right, yeah. Like they, they have a need, Boba Fett we, show. Of course we Boba knew, Fett's in it. We knew that it was all headed towards Luke scooping up the little guy, right? We all oh, that, knew that that, that was coming, right? Yeah, I knew that was coming. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. See, it's, it's Disney being like weird. being like, you know you like Star Wars stuff, don't you? Here's some Star Wars y Star Wars stuff. Are we gonna you. follow Luke and Grogu? Like who knows? What are we gonna do? I, the problem I had, I like season one a little bit better because it felt like, okay, this is, we're going to be in this corner of the galaxy. We're not going to do a lot of like yeah. the normal Star Wars stuff, which is yes. everyone's connected. Right. Season two was they just can't everybody's help, connected. It makes it, they pitch it as this humongous galaxy where anything can happen. And when they're constantly tying their characters together, it makes the galaxy right. feel really small and it's annoying. It, Very annoying it, to me. It makes sense in something like Star Trek when, like, they'll meet somebody and be like, oh, I didn't know you were on this space station. I knew you in cadet school. And it's like, okay, you can do that. Like, it's fine. Sure. And then they never show up again. That's fine. Or, like, an admiral who, like, is in that sector. Whatever. But, like, this is constantly, like, everybody is always – all the important always, characters are always talking. Yeah. Always, um, yeah. They can't, I also felt they can't like, have any new characters be of any input. Yeah. The, uh, the cynical part of my brain was this season felt especially like – a boardroom of Disney executives said to each other, what do people think are cool is cool? Yeah. People like big worms. That's yep. episode one. People like pirates. We're going to have a water planet. People like, uh, like ninjas and samurai stuff. We're going to have samurai planet. Yeah. Like it, it, was all that. Planet, yep. it was like, okay, we're going to take the things that were aspects of the character. Cause, cause Mandalorian is like a knight combined with a Ronin combined. Like he's with a gun. There's a cowboy. Like yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. They're like, they're like, yes, but he's now going to go and like fucking <laughs> like have a duel on a little bridge over a pond with Koi in it. Like, I'm like, okay, you they don't also need really, to go that far. They don't need to shove all of this in. They have a compelling character that they could just give an arc to. But they're like, no, no, we don't want to do an arc with that character. We want to do an arc with other characters that we know you already like. Like mm. Boba Fett. We need to give him an arc. I don't care about the Boba Fett show, by the way. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Um, and then my last TV show, I just want to, speaking of Disney, finished WandaVision just recently. I'm very oh, yeah, that was the, on Dis- my, the man, Marvel I stuff. left that off my list too. Um, Compelling first five episodes, then it turns into regular five. ass. First three episodes. First episodes, and then it turns into regular ass uh, Marvel movie, and you're like, cool, there it is. It sucked. Yeah, the, ending, <laughs> the ending sucked. sucked. The ending The ending sucked. There's, I'm, yep. I'm going to, I'm not going to spoil the latter half, even though it, it saying it turns into action schlock is like, you know, with like, it no turns into, for the it turns into like C tier Marvel movie. Yeah. It turns, it, it turns, there's a turning point. Episode four is made me go look up and go, what the fuck is happening? I'm, yeah. this is like, I don't, I'm not going to go into full spoilers, but 
first few episodes because they just kind of you know the premise of the show it's like tv shows through the eras right and you're, i'm like they lay cool. some and then intriguing like, questions yep put some interesting questions do some disturbing moments there's like one or two that i was like ooh, okay like right. do more of that a little punchy do yeah stuff. a little punchy yeah um because i'm a weirdo and i i would have enjoyed like kind of fucked up shit like i would have been like if it got really fucked up i would have been like yeah if it really yeah, got into yeah. the moral the moral dubiousness of her taking over an entire town they sort they of just really are did. like they literally oh, yeah. in the We're last, in spoilers, the last by the way <laughs> in the last like couple episodes it must have been like the last episode they were like you know what you did what you had to do and you're forgiven it's okay it's just part of your journey and For it's like no you quo. mind you mind controlled an entire town that's pretty fucked up it's pretty fucked considering Here's- they didn't want it we're we're just gonna do the quickest spoilers for WandaVision. It's after okay, so episode four, it's great, and then then they go to characters outside the dome. This is full yep. spoilers. I'm, yep. I don't care about this. Um, they utter the line, "What do you got for me?" Unironically, every turn. character is right that. there. Turn turns into yeah. garbage. Turns yep. into absolute garbage because there it ends an episode where I was like, I get it. There because a lady gets ejected from the dome. That Wanda, because at first I was like, is she, is Wanda trapped? And then it was like, no, Wanda's making it. I'm like, interesting. She gets ejected. There's like army cars and stuff. And I was like, perfect. Just leave it there. I understand. As a viewer, they're, they're researching it. That's fine. Right. Right. They, they then spend episode after episode on terrible characters. There's the girl from Thor. Yep. Who nobody gave a shit about. She's obnoxious. Yep. She's so fucking yep. bad. She's so annoying. The hacker Where girl. Where she's just like, I'm she's a hacker so edgy. and I'm a scientist. I'm a, I'm a 2000. I look like I'm from 2012 with my big hat and my big yep. glasses. And I'm going to just science my way through this. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then. And nobody like, can tell me anything because I'm a hot shit. I, I, it went so far that I was like. Oh, maybe they're doing something very interesting where the dome expanded. They didn't know it. And they're, and they're still stuck, in it. That would have been they're interesting. They're in a 2010s like crime procedural. That would have been That would have been interesting. Because they literally say stuff that they say, like, what do you got for me? And so I hacked into the mainframe almost. Like it, that level of like with characters nobody gives a shit about. Like that they're trying to like boost yeah, up it feels as like old and gross. new characters that you're going to like. And you're like, I don't. Um, yeah. So. Do we care about talking it. about this show more? No, we no. don't. Probably. So we're okay, gonna last, move on. Last show. No, no, I got one more for oh, you. And this okay. is actually last one. White Lotus. Did, did you watch this one? No, you you t- asked me. Oh, about I mentioned this. Before. Oh, I asked you about this. Okay, White Lotus. Premise is the show opens with a guy getting on a plane and and a body getting loaded into the undercarriage, and then it's like, okay, but one week earlier, this guy and his fiance show up to. Like this paradise hotel in uh, in in Hawaii, and what's going on? And there's all these intriguing characters, and there's like this Australian uh, hotel manager who's very like he's got a very plastered on everything's fine smile, where you're like there's something wrong with this dude, and he's like there's everything's no great. Say. And so you don't know who the body is that got loaded onto the plane, so you're sort of Ooh. trying to figure that out. And I just love, I love the the atmosphere of beautiful island shots Ooh. along with disconcerting tribal music where you're like something fucked is happening in this beautiful what place is happening here i love and a it, good mystery and it's like you want to you your your eyes tell you beautiful place and your ears tell you don't get comfortable and i really like that a lot that i want to soak in that here's the question yeah. I, here's my problem with the the basis of our show 
the premise of the show is a mystery. Yep. At, it turns in like Twin Peaks, which I did watch. I don't want to talk about Twin Peaks. Um, because in Twin Peaks, they had to answer the question of who murdered Laura Palmer. Yes. Which yes. was a big, which the producers said, you got to figure this out. And it ruins the show. Yes. Um, do, does it, do, is it one season? Is it just this like is, this a self contained thing? This is one season. It sticks the landing. And it sticks the landing because the show gets so fucking buck wild that you're like, I don't even know what's happening here anymore. And okay. then you for, and then you literally forget three quarters into the show that someone dies. And you're like, oh, my God, the whole reason we're here is somebody died. I forgot because <laughs> the shit just gets so off the rails wild. Love it. OK. Love it. Yes. I, I that's a, that's my top recommendation for you. Actually, you would really like it. OK, I will actually look into that is a high recommendation. Yes. Let's go now to video games. I, d- I'm, I think we're going to be a little bit quicker on video games. Yes, um, that's In fine. my point of view. Um, do you have, do you want to start with a game of the year? Do you have a game of the year? Because you, you kind oh, of want to start with a game of the year. I was going to well, end with want, my game. Do you want to end with the game? Okay. We will end with our games of the year. I'm, I'm going to do, I have in, not finished my do, game of the year. I'm going to do in no particular order and then game of the year. So this is not like okay. from lowest to highest. It is just random and then game of the year. I started my list with what I'm playing right now. Okay. Um, which I will start with the Avengers game because it was on Xbox Game Pass. And I heard sure the beginning thing. is like a single player game. Mm-hmm. I'm also playing God of War. And they're the same combat <laughs> system, kind of. You can't but they play are night and day. <laughs> the, okay. There's a lot of problems with the Avengers game. One, the plot is garbage. Absolute. Okay. Uh-huh. Because the game, the, the demo gives away the beginning of the, like, there's a trailer that basically is like, this is the beginning of the game. There's a shield helicarrier. You play as like Camilla Khan, who's there for a, a fan fiction competition. <laughs> Listen, if this is going to be a quicker it's, section, I'm then, sorry. Then, this then is, yeah, I can't shows, go, you can't, I can't give me the plot summary of the Avengers game. I just can't care. They blame the Avengers for something that is not their fault. Sure. Nobody would yep. possibly think it was their fault, but they have to go into hiding. And then it's it's beat up gameplay. The problem with the game, other than it being a live service game, is that they made it an Avengers game. And it is also very generic, like, oh, we're going to do Uncharted action, like you're going to run away right. from explosions set pieces, which is in video game thing is like, just make it a cutscene at this point. It's not even that it's, exciting. You anymore. must be having a very interesting time because it's like beat em com- up, beat em up combat doesn't really work. And then you go to you go to God of go War to God and you're of like War and, it's amazing and you're like oh right it's just like polished and focused and really good. The Avengers game is okay. It I think all the characters are halfway to being good, like fun characters, maybe even two thirds of the way. Because there are parts that I'm like flying around as Iron Man is kind of fun, mm-hmm. but compared to God of War, which I'm just going to talk about really quickly, amazing game. Hey, Will, it's, it's almost like I told you to play this game for shut literal the fuck years. Up. I have so many. It is, it is if my I played every game single, of ever, and I told you so many times to play this game. I have so many games right. on my... It, we are different gamers because you will kind of play whatever comes out. <laughs> You're also like... I, mm-hmm. and I'm completely mood and like theme-based, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I want something spacey. Like, I'm going to go play a space game. Whereas this, I was like, I'm ready for an action-adventure game. God of War slaps the gunplay combat is because i I start i started i was like theo is it gonna get more complex than like light and heavy attacks and you're like yeah and then it does like you get all these moves you feel progression Mm -hmm. in the plot in the story like 
excellent game. Play God of War. It came out in that. It came out like four years ago. So I, <laughs> it's really, I don't know. the sequel is is slated for this year. So like, we'll see. Night and day compared to like the combat of God of War is so satisfying. Whereas Avengers, you're like fighting the same three robots like <laughs> all the yeah. time, and I'm like night yeah. and day. But anyway, let's go on to your your next one. My first one, Sekiro: Shadows Shadows Die Twice. Oh, you this is this. a game. This is a game I wanted to like so much. I love the pitch of like feudal Japan with monsters. Ninja. I love yeah. this like whole universe. It's just I'm not good at video games. And the way I'm going to consume this game is watch someone on Twitch who's actually good at it. I I would rather put this game down before I become so frustrated with it that I never pay any attention to it ever again. Mm. I couldn't get pat- very far into this game before I was like ready to throw my controller and I was like I just have to not play this game. So, yeah. props to you for creating an interesting story. I want to like you, but I can't. That's Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. People, uh, I don't know, the Souls games are weird. I think a lot of people who like the Souls games didn't like Sekiro because the pitch that made me want to like it is that it was like a spiritual successor to the Tenchu games, which you... I, is a Japanese it's like ninja that's games. an old that's a yeah right um which I played a few of and I was like I love the like those games are fun so I, I really like, oh, I okay. wanted Sekiro's difficulty to be on par with a little bit harder than God of War like that the hard parts of God of War is where I wanted the combat of Sekiro to the be hard parts and of it, God of War are very hard but they're doable but they're doable and Sekiro just feels punishing at some points where I'm like this isn't fun I got to me. a boss that was he was flanked by like four dudes that each individually would kick my ass and he was a yeah. giant dude and I was like how the fuck do I do this and my brother was like okay so you what you do is you have to lure each one out or like stealth kill them individually and I was like right how so you just have that? to cheese like, you, you cheese the game to get past it to, and it doesn't feel fun che- it doesn't feel fun yeah but I yeah I'm with you there I I might get into those games someday but I feel like it, that would be like if I was a kid and had one game. I would get really good at it. Like that. Right, yeah. That feels like. But that's not where we're at with our lives. No. It is not. Um, I played Ring Fit Adventure today. Hey, nice. It is a great way to, if anyone's interested in getting into fitness, uh, it's a very fun little fitness game. It it has a little adventure mode where it just like makes you do exercises. Like you, you do a little jog. You have a ring. You have a thing that you strap your Joy-Con to your leg. You run around in jogging in these like pastoral things, and then you fight monsters by doing exercises. I'm playing on like advanced mode or whatever, like the harder difficulty. And this fucking game will be like, time to do 40 squats, bitch. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gotta oh, defeat God. the dragon. I my quick like it's it's just to do fitness, which is fine. Um, my problem with it is that it is very gamified, that these specific things have like attack power, and there's like it does an interesting thing where there's like red enemies are more susceptible to arm workouts. That's fine. But it'll also be like doing this arm workout is 25 attack power. So that in my, that is like, okay, so I don't want to use that one because there's another one that does 80, but it's right. A, yeah, it's weird because workout. it's, yeah. it's an easier exercise. Uh, like that's, so it's, it gets into a weird thing of like, don't set attack powers because then I'm going to try to gamify it. And right, then like, I'm gonna okay, then I'm gonna mid-max it and try to do And like, what I'm minimize what I'm maxing out is attack power, what I'm minimizing is my own personal effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like you can cheat cheese the game, but it's don't do that. It's you're supposed to be working out. Um it's bad. I feel like that was the worst piece of game design. Um but everything else is like the ring is cool to use and it actually gives you a pretty good workout. So recommend. Cool. Uh my next one, Crash 4. I played 
probably like three quarters of this game. I don't have a ton to say. I think I don't have a lot of nostalgia for Crash, so like it doesn't do a lot for me when they're like tugging it like, oh, look at these fun characters. Like it's a fun 3D platformer, but I guess I've just moved on from I don't really like 3D platformers other than like Mario Odyssey at this point. Mario Odyssey is just so good that every time I'm playing another 3D platformer, I'm like, I kind of wish I had 3D. I had Mario Odyssey like gameplay. So anyways, yeah. I don't have I a lot to say there. We don't have to we don't have to we don't have to dwell there. Yeah, yeah. but Madrid and Clank is like a third person shooter and action and 3D platformer. It's like that's an action that's adventure cool. game. It's not it's not a 3D platformer. And we'll talk yeah. about Ratchet and Clank in my next segment. Oh. Not my next segment, Ooh. my next pick. Okay. Um I wanted to talk about Halo Infinite real quick. Cool. It runs it's fucking poorly optimized. It doesn't run good on my computer. Like the campaign doesn't a, run hey, good. You need a beefy boy computer for beefy boys. No. Here's no, it's badly I, optimized. I've heard I, yeah. It's terribly. Okay, so I have a Radeon uh, RX 580 or whatever. Nobody gives a shit about this pack except for nerds. But I looked up my specific graphic card because I'm like, it. What? why is this running so poorly? It's single player. And everyone's like, they did not optimize this for... Because I, I can run most things. It's maybe right. a little bit like laggy or like not great, but it's like I can run most things. Runs terribly. So yep. fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so fuck you. It's fun. It's a, it's a great evolution of uh, Halo. I feel like people had a weird take on it because I started playing it and I was like, this is exactly what I want. And then everybody who like finished the campaign was like, it's all right. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, okay. So it must drop off or like not evolve. But like grapple yeah. hooks cool. And the I've heard that the open world stuff is just kind of repetitive and meh. Yeah. Um, if I was primarily an Xbox player and my friends were at all inclined to run multiplayer in this game, I would be playing a lot of this game. I think the multiplayer is really fun. It's very um, fun. It's very good. Like, the gameplay is very good. Yeah. But I'm not, so I don't. Yeah. Next pick, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Hey, the first, like, real PS5 exclusive. Um, Yeah, this is a fun little one. It's like, it's, it's a B-tier Sony exclusive where it's like, once you own the console, you're like, yeah, I guess I'll pick that up on sale. That mm-hmm. feels about right to me. Um, It's gorgeous. I don't know at this point if video games can get more good looking like i really just feel like there's a cliff they can keep adding more pixels but to up to point it's like the environments are dense with colorful well-detailed characters i don't know where you go from here in terms of visual visual fidelity it just looks the best um which is great like it's it's great in that fact gameplay's fun enemies are fun it's classic ratchet and clank stuff um and yeah no loading screens ever so insomniac you did it again oh I, yeah i guess i could talk about miles morales too in here but never mind that's off my list i played that last year so miles morales seems like more spider-man and i'm it's gonna great. play it yeah. eventually but it's like i don't have a ps5 and i'm not looking for one now because they're still fucking sold out so whatever um split gate yeah that's on my list split my list too yeah we played, split we played gate. yep we played split gate. uh free to play great game i think halo infinite probably has killed it I, I, I haven't played that. it. I wrote the same note. I, I said, I think it's sort of dead in the water for me now because Halo's come out. Because people, it is the gameplay of, of Halo, for people who don't know, with portals from Portal, um, right. which people complained about because they're like, these portals are OP. And it's like, you have That's portals. the game. That's the That's game. That's the game. That's why it's fun, is doing like crazy shots from with portals. I yeah. I really enjoyed this game. I like I played it quite, uh, like, quite a bit. I very much liked it. 
great free-to-play game. Feels pretty good. It was a little bit stiff compared to, like, something like Halo Infinite that has, like, great animations um, in game feel. It's like the the gunplay feels really good, but you're right that, like, the animations then is the next level, and it's like, stack that up against Halo, and it definitely loses. Yeah. I think think it's very interesting. I think it's going to die because people are just can't wrap their brains around the portals. Um, Yeah. Which is, like, the main thing that made it fun for me. But anyway... Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. This is a great game. I I still haven't played Mass Effect 3 because I got burnt out in the middle of 2. I played too much of I this did, game. I haven't played 3 <laughs> Because I played, I played 1 and I did all this stuff and then I was like, cool, time for 2. And I should have spent less time in 1. Like, I just no. got burnt out in 1. It wasn't worth my time. And I re- recognize that in retrospect, but 2 is where it's at. 2 is really two, fun. Two and I rocks. hope I hope I get to 3 eventually. I still have never played it. Two is a genuinely great game. Yes, I two holds up it, and like, is great. Yeah, I remember like staying up for a while, like not even that, like when it came out. I played this like a few years ago, and uh, it rocks. Like I did like most of the, I did all the side side quests or whatever. Uh, yeah. Had a great time. I found a class that I liked because I tried playing it when it did come out, and I played like Infiltrator, which is a sniper. Didn't like it. Yeah, this um, one I played the, I think it's Vanguard, I think. Yeah. It's like the one where you charge at people. The, the first cool. one you just got to get through. Like, I just you just play a soldier. Yeah, you, you just, just blast through. Yeah, um, and the gunplay isn't particularly good, but you see you some sights, and then you get, yeah. it's It was as hardcore of a jump, or more so from Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2, where you're like, oh my god, they they did all the things, but way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a modern horror game, Resident Evil 7. I, I haven't played Village yet. Mm. You've been talking about uh, Seven. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It is the. It is kind of like Resident Evil has such a terrible <laughs> storyline, and they keep yeah. there's points that you can jump in if you're new to it. They keep adding those points because I yep. the first Resident Evil I played was Resident Evil Four, which is yep. just like there's a guy named Leon. He was in the second one. Nobody gives a shit. We're in Spain now. Like okay. <laughs> this is it's completely different. You got to find the president's daughter. Seven is like your wife is missing. She sent you a video. Go to this Bayou Go to mansion. Louisiana. Yeah. And then you're going to try to find her in this. Te- I love the house. It's great. Um, the first half of the game is really fun. They have like mm-hmm. weird puzzles and they even lampshade the fact by like there's a note that's from a contractor who's like, all right, this is an invoice for your shadow puzzle like (laughs) i love that like i love that that they're making fun and like it was like genuinely tense um and weird and you get like it has a great progression and it kind of changes what kind of game it becomes which a lot of resident evils do they turn from a survival horror to like hello i have an rpg yeah right which this does great the second half of the game there's a twist kind of a twist that made me go ugh, like a little bit just like this is getting stupid and it just like overstayed its welcome a little bit i still think it was a a very good game and i would still recommend it uh but it was still (laughs) i was like what the fuck is up with this ending yeah um and then there's another twist that i was like that's a great twist you should have done that like i feel like a lot of things try to like one you can't spoil i I played i played eight and they catch you up right at the beginning so if you need to say the specific things feel free to no i don't don't need i just don't want to spoil it for other people got it got Um, got it like kind of Watch Vision, which we already spoiled, um, they try to like put in an extra like section almost where I'm like, no, 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 you didn't need to do that. You don't need this. Just yeah. keep it contained with the things you already had. Right, you like, had a you, really good thing going. Yeah. And then you fucked it up. But anyway, yeah. do you um, you have another one? 
I I'm just going to talk about like one or two more, and then we can go to our game of the year. But yep. uh, from new horror to old horror that I still need to finish, uh, System Shock Two. Do you know anything about System Shock Two? It is the like precursor to Bioshock. It is the that's why it's Shock at the end. Um, System Shock One was like an old almost DOS game where you're on a space station where the computer that run it like turned evil and she's Shodan. Um, this is a similar plot kind of where it's okay. This we're sending a ship that's going to go into space and it has a military thing attached to it. Um, you wake up and they're like, uh, so the ship's fucked. We put cyber enhancements <laughs> in you. Um, we found something on a planet and uh, it's taking us over. So you got to figure this out and you come out. It is genuinely frightening because the sound design is so mm-hmm. good because they and also you get these like do you read it's like some of the first audio logs kind of i think the first one had like the first audio logs this is just like perfected audio logs where you just get the sense of foreboding of like they were not ready to sh- have this ship go and they're like why do we have 50 test lab monkeys or like 100 because those are one of the enemies are like super fire, fireball shooting test monkeys that are Jesus shooting Christ. fireballs at you. And you have a wrench and you have to run up and whack it in the head. Oh my God. Before it shoots a fireball at you. And the enemies are terrifying because um, the, the, they basically have been infected with like worm parasites that are called the chorus or the, uh, I think that's the, uh, the name of the enemies, but they, the enemies will, because normally they'll just go, like in Dead Space, they just kind of growl at you or whatever and just yell. These enemies go, I'm sorry. Or oh, Jesus Christ. It's terrifying. Like that. that is the the make or break fucking, of why it's uh, yeah. fucking. Oh, Jesus. Th- and you can like see the word. It's not like great graphics from like 1999 or something or like 2000. But it is like great gameplay. I think the, well, the gameplay is also bad because you have to look up a guide in order to put the proper points into the things. Because if you don't, you will lock yourself out and you can't play the rest of the game unless you have like five hacking. It's bad. That's not good about it. But it's old game. Great. If you want, like, it's still playable. Look up a guide. Try it out. I'm trying to be quicker on these. Yeah. Next pick, Deathloop. Uh, you gotta kill all the all the people in one day. It's one of these. Yeah, yeah. Have twenty four hours and you gotta kill all the people. Um, and you have four different areas and three, four different parts of the day. So effectively, sixteen different permutations of like areas to explore, and different ha- things happen during different parts of the day. And you're trying to gather all the VIPs into situations where in one day you can wipe them all out. I feel like I was really hyped about this game, Arcane. The vibes look super cool. The enemies look cool. The weapons look cool from all the trailers. And this game really does hook you at the beginning of it. Like, you know, you're intrigued. They're asking a lot of interesting questions. The voice acting is second to none. Like phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal voice acting in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, My gripe with it and the reason I have a harder time recommending it is they don't stick the landing on answering the questions that they open up. And it's like, that's that's the really the, the game like, the yeah. real crux of it is like you introduce all of these really interesting questions and really interesting characters um and it sort of masquerades as this like choose your own adventure and then at the end you're like oh i'm actually kind of on this scripted path that when i talk to my friends everybody will have gone and done the same things as me it's not really a choose your oh. own adventure oh. um huh which feels bad 
feels bad. And in addition, they they do a lot of work into fleshing out these NPCs that you're killing, these enemies, the VIPs. Mm-hmm. And the problem is they give you a lot of like detail about their lives, but the only interaction that you ever have with these VIPs is like showing up and shooting them in the back of the head and slinking out of their bedroom. And so like you never have the conversation with these really interesting people that you've built up. It's like you show up in a room, you blast their head off and you walk away. And that's the whole interaction. And mm. intriguing enemies like Voss, you like come you face to face with them. Yeah. You have conversations with them. They get up in your face. None of that happens in this game. Um, Juliana, who is like the the person oh, she, opposing yeah, she's you. The, the, she's she the is, multiplayer thing. She is the most interesting character that you really do feel like. She's talking in your ear the whole time. She's part of the really good voice acting duo. Um, so she does feel like a, a good, a well fleshed out character, but none of the rest of them do. Um, mm. So... I don't know. It's it's fun enough that I would bargain bin it, but I, I yeah, I don't feel particularly attached I, to it. I bought it because it was on sale and both of us were excited for it. Now, is it that they it is over-explained, under-explained, or unsatisfying explanation? Unsatisfying explanation. Okay, that's all I need to know. Okay. Um, I'm ready for my game of the year because most of my I'm other ready. things, I would just tell my... Spit like, it out. Thing. I want to hear it. And then I got Psychonauts mine. 2. Oh, it actually came out this year. That's too, baby. The we we, we kind of wanted to talk about the the game of the year awards, which uh, went to it takes two, which by, uh, the, the official the game, game award by the, the game, game awards. awards yeah. Right, it takes two was game of the year. Um, my game of the year is Psychonauts two. I love Psychonauts Psychonauts one. I think the reason that Psychonauts two didn't get any nods really for like didn't get game of the year is that it is. A good sequel to Psychonauts One, a game from two thousand seven, which um, people so it is a three D <laughs> platformer, yeah, and it's all, right. like a great three D platformer. They kept a lot of things, and they like the art style is amazing, the voice acting is great, the story is great, um, the gameplay is a, like they tuned it up because the old one played like shit, but it was still, like comparatively, but it's still a three D platformer. And I think people wanted something more, um, but this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Of, um, my maybe my one complaint is maybe it's too long i'm like i i'm sure. a little bit running out of steam on it i i need to come back to it and like i just got stuck at one point and i'm like okay i just gotta come back and like play it games need to know when six to eight hours is enough game and not to overstay I, their welcome yes. games this is like a 25 hour game and i'm jesus christ and that kind of it and somewhere those, in that 25 hour 25 hour game it's probably like there's a fantastic it's a great. plus uh, 15 hour game it's they could cut some like I'm at a point that I'm like, you could fucking cut this. It's like a cooking show thing that they make you do like three rounds of a game that is not very fun. And I'm like, yeah, that is my just like big complaint. Just cut I'm it. Just like, yeah. Cut that shit. I understand you did a lot of work, but it's not very fun gameplay. So but you get like it is a little bit wavy in terms of that. But it's like everything about it is so fucking beautiful and fun. Um, Love it. Play it. Psychonauts 2. Get it. My game it. of the year. It's on Xbox. You're not going to believe this. I, I, I crowdfunded it so long ago that oh. I got. I was like, there you oh, got they it. sent yeah. me a Steam key. I was like, oh, cool. I forgot. I already bought right. this. My game of the year. Resident Evil Village. Shocker, it. right? It's yeah, my game of the year. I genuinely can't believe that. I know. So I picked it up. Full disclosure. I picked it up on sale like the last week of December. Like I literally picked like beat it within last, like. Yeah, the, you were just like boom, boom, boom. Boom, oh, boom, boom, played year. it. Boom, 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 game of the year because 
boy howdy this game really hooked me like it's maybe one of the most atmospheric games i've played since maybe bioshock which says a lot um i'm not horror guy i don't play horror games but this game is campy enough where i'm like i can write this off as like vampires and werewolves like it's not it's not campy i mean it's it's just campy enough to not be horror uh i had to skip out on resident evil 7 because the whole bayou crazy swamp family thing is too spooky for me they catch you up right at the beginning to be like here's everything that happened now you're good to go play go eight yeah go into resident evil go do eight um they do the same thing where like the genre of the game kind of changed but most of it is the same and it feels actionier this game really feels like it knows how long it wants to be and the story it tells. It basically tells you up front, here's what you're signing up for, and then you go do the thing, and then you get to a conclusion and it wraps up the story, and you're like, cool, Perfect. it's exactly what I expected, and I loved it. Uh, there are different environments that all are cool. There are different enemies that all have their like little domain, and you have to like go through their little world and then like confront them. Super fun. Um Ethan I, Winters is a, is the worst part of the game. Uh, well, I don't not, know. He's purposely nothing. He's he's say. worse than nothing in eight. He is like, really? he's like, I can tell that this was written <laughs> maybe by and for a Japanese audience and it doesn't translate well at all. Like hmm. he feels actively bad, um, bad, maybe badly acted or I think just badly written. Um, it's, it's really hard because a lot of the characters in the game they are so detailed and they get right the enemies get right up in your face and they are voice acted very well and then ethan winters is like very purposefully you don't get to see his face like in the opening scene of the game he's like looking through a wedding album and there's like his wife and him and his face is like covered by a little cloth so you can't see it and i'm like this is like fucking obtuse like you guys are going out of your way to not show us what this guy looks like he his face is not modeled in the game yeah, you're like, specifically like he is the everyman supposed to be the yes, everyman right but they're going so far that it makes him feel like a freaking alien like it makes okay. him feel like an otherworldly being where i'm I like mean, that's why don't is. you have a face that's he's kind of like that in resident evil 7 and i'm not this is like not even a spoiler because it happens in the first like few hours of resident evil 7 he gets his hand like fucking chopped off which they have like magic juice that they just pour magic on yeah his juice hand. but he's basically like this place is so fucking weird. Like he's <laughs> yeah, he's such a nothing burger like, of a character. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of like that about him though. He's just kind of like, what the fuck's going? I think you end up just like a Leon. It just makes it feel more campy to me. Um, yeah, game of the year, Resident Evil Village. Surprise for me. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do next. Um, I hope they don't go the route of like sliding into action game. Two it, things I want to so. say about it. One, going back to the game awards never would get game of the year at the game awards because i i don't talk to you about the i talked to you about this earlier um i think it's just too goofy i think people are a little bit would be a little bit embarrassed like it takes to you as a fun, i don't know like, oh it has a great message of everybody it's goofy together, but blah, like blah, blah, blah. but like it it's, resident evil games it's, just go off the fucking rails this one starts off the rails so if you accept that it's off the rails the whole time it's fine but it was still ever it's one of those games that is totally fine like both of our games i don't think were wild picks <laughs> i think they're in yeah. the running that people people were talking about i don't know if they were like i mean official, i i truthfully like, i picked up resident evil village because it, on other platforms it was getting game of the year nods and i was like i kind of want to see what the hype is about yeah. so i picked it up um and yeah it proved I to mean, be very good good pick 
Um, yeah. But let's go right. I can transition into movies because one of the things I watched recently, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. I watched this with other people. <laughs> no other way I would watch it <laughs> because I watched yeah. it. I watched it like on a uh, not a Zoom call, but it was like a where we just went three, two, one, play. Play. Like, yeah. Um, they mashed the first two Resident Evil games that happened concurrently together. And probably one of the best video game movies, not saying a lot, because they just kind of took the plus. The the main problem with the movie, because I don't want to talk, it's the plot of the games, basically. The problem with the movie is that a lot of the people are miscast in terms of, one, they don't even look like the characters that they're supposed to be, which I don't have that big of an issue with, but it's it was like noticeable where it's like... Would you rather have it be way off and not even trying or be like mark Wahlberg is now sully deal with it it's it's they weren't like the best actors but they were pretty good like they were okay. kind of b-lister actors that i recognized a lot of them but i was like okay the problem was like they had leon kennedy who looked like a different ca- a character from resident evil 3 which is also confusing because that character has like big bushy hair and he doesn't like leon kennedy looks like he's in a boy band in the games okay and they had this guy they made him a himbo and it's great <laughs> I actually like that characterization of Leon because it's like, okay, you're not respecting him, but he's fine because he's the rookie. But then they have uh, Wesker, which I don't – Wesker probably you haven't seen. But he's he has like slick black back blonde hair with like glasses and he's kind of like – like, I don't know, angular? Like he's fit, but he's a uh, very like slim guy. They made – they cast him as the big dude from Umbrella Academy. The big tough guy. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, and they changed his character in a good way where they made him like sympathetic as opposed to a mustache twirling villain, which is okay. interesting. So they changed some things, some for the better, some for the worse, because some of the people I was like, you're not, you're poorly cast, <laughs> but it's yeah. fun. Um, so pretty fun. Cool. Uh, my first one, Luca, the new Disney underwater boy adventure movie. Seemed okay. It was okay. Seemed yeah, it he- was it it was the very it was the very hard uh adventure s- <laughs> template where it was like kid growing up parents say don't go over there kid wants to go over there kid does go over there kid goes over there has a good time parents show no- show up oh no parents try to get kid back into safe zone kid ends up saving the day and showing his parents that it's okay over here end of story happy ending yeah. like you know it's standard fare it was fun i feel like pixar is kind of slipping into that where they're kind I, of melding with Disney animation, where I feel like Disney, like Tangled and Moana are good movies, but they're very basic. Like they're, whereas yes, I feel like a lot yes. of Pixar movies were more emotionally complex and they were yes. like going for creative stuff, but it's starting to kind of backslide into yes. like, uh-oh, the one, we're on our fifth, like how many, how many movies have they made? They're like, we're running out of ideas. <laughs> we're going to make it the, a little the sappy. One, the one thing that Luca really has going for it is that the main bad guy is this like, snotty italian teenager who Mm. talks like this and he wins the bike tournament every year and that's fun he looks a lot like me and i love it (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's phenomenal (laughs) and so for about a month afterwards i would just say to laura lisa and aspulia you cannot compete with me on the bicycle (laughs) (laughs) so fucking fun (laughs) it was great so Luca, ten out of ten, simply for Erkel Day. The, the, Love it! Oh my god! Yeah, 
Oh, speaking of video game movies, Mortal Kombat. Any thoughts? Yeah, you. I didn't watch it. Go ahead. Oh, it was, it was okay, but it was weird because it wasn't. They didn't go to the Mortal Kombat tournament. It was before the Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah, it was and they the also pre- changed the lore in a really weird way. Okay. Um, they were just like there are x amount of chosen people who have to be in this tournament and when you become a chosen either by like killing somebody who's chosen or whatever you get a magical ability and i was like why not do the less confusing thing of just being like people have magical abilities because like jacks who who has arms at the beginning of the movie Obviously, gets his arms ripped off. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because so he, he gets, has metal. Arms. That's the, his only thing. Is he has that's his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. They give him like dinky little metal arms. He gets the power. They turn into like the big arms, and I'm like, that's that doesn't power? make sense. Why is that, that his power? Make... He wasn't. He. What if You're he had arms? You're telling me Scorpion can teleport in fire, and you can only do that? Why does he? Well, then there's like Kano, who in the lore, like he has robot parts, and that's why he, he has, has a, a laser a, eye. Laser eye. But they're like, his power is one of his eyes is laser. And I'm like, so he's shitty Cyclops. Like, what? Yeah, he's shitty Cyclops. <laughs> why why did he shitty. change the lore for this? Like, the, it makes no sense. Why not just be like, yeah, they got powers. Like, w- w- stupid. But anyway, know. it was it was an okay. It's one of those movies that you watch, uh, like, on a Saturday at, like, 2 o'clock because you got to burn two hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> before you go to somewhere. Like, that's the kind of movie. But honorable mention for that Saturday afternoon movie, Kong vs. Godzilla. I know we talked about it. We spent a, we spent we spent a whole episode talking about this, so we probably have, don't need I to read it. I hadn't watched it before. I don't need to say much more than you said, but it's <laughs> the Kong parts are great, the human parts are yep. garbage. Yep. That's it. That's Good. the movie. Like, <laughs> that's uh, next one for me. I watched Dune. I like Dune. Dune. I'm very I'm very pumped for the next one. I think they got a lot of the casting correct. I think it's a beautiful movie. I'm very glad I saw it in the theater. I'm not one of these like hardcore. We got to go back to theaters, it but it was fun to see in a theater. I mean, I it was I the same it. director as Blade Runner 2049, and we both enjoyed seeing that in a theater, and I was happy to go see this one. So I wish I saw it in the theater, but I have a big enough TV, and I, my movie of the year. It is my movie. That I love Yeah, you. I think so, too. I think so, too. It was um, Denis Villeneuve... He could do no wrong for me because Blade Runner. Yeah. I I loved Blade Runner. I watched it again. There are parts that are way too slow, and I'm like, you need yeah, to absolutely. edit this down. I don't know if I'm gonna have the same reaction to Dune though. I don't know. We'll see if I want to watch it again before watching part two. I, um, I do have to say that not going to the movies for two years and then going to an IMAX theater is like Ooh. walking into a battle zone. Yeah, it is so loud. It mm-hmm. is so loud uh wild but yeah that was a fantastic movie and i'm glad that dune is back in like the public consciousness because it was like I always it for christmas it was always like <laughs> it was always like classic nerd fan like nerd culture like nerd that- classics uh and people would be like you know some people would like it but it wouldn't really you wouldn't really talk about it people would talk uh, about how how hard it was to get into in the lore and that was the right. strength of the movie is that it made it really approachable yeah it made the lore because i was like oh this makes total sense like everything right the great part about denny villeneuve is i feel like i'm the right amount of smart to get his movies where i'm like perfect like this is great you want he Um, understands he he doesn't over explain his rules and then things happen and you're like that's in line with the rules you've laid out okay good yeah so everything makes sense you can tell that he went through that script and was like 
are people going to understand this because yeah. <laughs> this is a big deal because it's me. for max markets yeah yeah um okay yeah that was my pick kind of a similarly a long movie because dune was long but i didn't feel the length um justice league snyder cut i can't believe if, you watched that if you ever thought to yourself can you make justice league a good movie and i would say if you have eight hours yeah of course you can <laughs> or five mm. hours i forget how long it was it was i think it was five hours yeah if you could make a great movie out of five hours it was a i watched it like a tv show yeah was it good it was better than the theatrical cut because the theatrical cut of justice league is not great we watched it in theaters it was yeah where's this yeah. it, it did enough right it gave cyborg stuff to do that yeah. i was like yeah pretty good if i watched if this was the movie that came out in theaters i would be excited to watch other movies kind of i'd be interested enough to see the next one but they're not gonna do the next one i don't think but uh, um my next one is clue the 1985 movie clue you- <laughs> uh i finally watched clue um <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. uh yeah this was it was fun like it was I a modern it, it's it's an old-timey uh murder mystery where you're like okay the first hour is them introducing all the characters and then the next half hour is them redoing the first hour of the movie but faster and then they have a 10 minute like outro of them actually solving the thing um my main gripe with it is that he the butler was a detective the whole time and let three people just get murdered on his watch like i don't know how i feel about that but it was a fun movie wait what are you talking about what okay let's go from the top do i love clue clues sure one okay. of those it is in the pantheon of rewatchable movies to me like princess bride in one of those things where people just like talk about it it's a comfort movie for a lot of people sure i okay. love it all the characters are great they're well acted it's a great mur- little murder mystery um the, the you obviously watch the like the move the version that has all the endings in it yes all the endings yep because people i don't know if people knew this clue yeah it did a gimmick where if you went to a th- theater you might not get the same there's three endings and you might not get the same ending as your friend that was the right. point of it where you're right. supposed that was to be like yeah. it was blank person and they're like no it's not it was mr it was green and like no it's colonel mustard yeah. yeah the problem with it is that there is one canonical ending that the movie right. says this is how what the canonical this is ending actually is. what happened yeah and so if you watch the home version which at this point you will it's just they they give you all three endings and they tell you which one's the real one. I It's just funny because <laughs> I was watching with a friend and they have like a 15 minute segment where the butler is like running around the different rooms, it's recreating the, the murders. Scene. I love and, that. But, but we looked at each other, we turned to each other and we're like, he knows we've been here for this movie the whole time, right? Like we don't it's need a just, recap. It's just Tim Curry being manic. It's my favorite yeah, scene it's in the just movie him being because mad. it's, yeah, it's yeah. so funny. That's just a comedy because it's also a comedy. It's like pure yeah, comedy, it's a comedy. For, yeah. for, for that part. Definitely. Yeah. Love that movie. Great, great pick. Great pick. Now Clue you're going to make me talk. This is on my list because I watched it literally the other night. Gremlins 2, the new batch. <laughs> okay, Gremlins <laughs> 2. Here we go. Gremlins 1 is a classic. Gremlins 2 came out, I think, like 10 years after. Which The reason I watched it is because I somebody I watched a review of Matrix 4, which we will talk about at, like at the in the spoiler section. I'm just going to like... I'm going to say the Matrix 4. I'm going to spoil most of Matrix 4, so that's going to be definitely in the after <laughs> after ending thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Gremlins 2 makes, f- similar to Matrix 4, 
uh, makes fun of the concept of doing a Gremlin sequel. Good. It is, but it's also a fun movie. Yeah. Um, where you are in, like, it's the characters and they're working in New York City and they're in a smart building that is just Trump Tower, but they made it like a smart building, but everything's breaking and that's part of the comedy. <laughs> and like, it's this huge, um, the guy's name is Clamp and he, I think there was, he was supposed to be like the villain, but he has just boyish energy that you just can't help. But he's just like, like okay, woo-hoo. what are we doing here? And you're just like, oh, Clamp. Yeah. Like, he's so oh, Clamp. Because he, at, one, at one point he's just like, Great! I have a secret emergency exit that I'm going to use now. <laughs> it's like, and then you see him rising from the street from a t- in a tube, <laughs> and it's like you're like, oh, I love this. Um, but they added so many because Gremlins was like a basic thing, and they're like, what do you do with this? Um, and then they added like weird shit. They there's a Key and Peel sketch where it was like, what kind of Gremlin do you want to add? And it's like an electric Gremlin. And he's like, that's in the movie. A bat gremlin? <laughs> That's in the movie. And he's going to go through a wall and it's going to have the bat symbol. And they're going to make fun of, like, a gremlin's going to rip his shirt open and it's going to have the Warner Brothers symbol on it. Like, <laughs> they're actively making fun of Warner Brothers that produced the film. Um, gremlins 2 on HBO Max, very fun. I, it's actually, because the first one's kind of serious. This is just, like, literally starts with a Looney Tunes opening with, like, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. They're like, this hmm. is the tone of the movie. Do not hmm. take this seriously. I'm not taking this seriously. I'm making the movie. Like, hmm. so it's it's kind of that weird, like, I'm making fun of the concept of a Gremlins movie. And it's it's very fun. I, it wasn't reviewed well when it came out, I don't think. But anyway, next movie for you. Speaking of Bugs Bunny, it's time for Space Jam 2. This God is Space Jam 2 watch. We're talking about Space Jam 2. All the Braun people here. Uh, all did Porky ta- Pig fans here. That in Daffy Duck is, is talking about uh, is driving driving a dragon. You know, I I don't have a lot to say about this other than that like the, the characters from Clockwork Orange were at the basketball game. I don't know how to feel about wild. that. Fucking wild. <laughs> um, we can move on. I don't need yeah. to talk about this any movie anymore. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Watch it. It was a great movie. That's all I want to say about it. All right, Spider Man: Su- No Way Home. Oh, do we want to? We're we're there. <laughs> we're at we're there. No we're Home. talking about it. Okay. Um, Man, they pushed the nostalgia button and they just kept their finger on the nostalgia button and they kept it on there the, for a lot of this one. Um, I had an interesting experience watching this movie because it was in a theater and I was sitting next to a kid who must have been about 10 years old and my group of friends was squealing for a lot of the movie when they kept introducing people and we were like, woohoo! And that kid... Did not have the same experience as me. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just reminiscing on the fact that, man, they really, like, we really got, we were really born in the exact right age range to appreciate the fact that they could do a, like, multiverse Spider-Man movie because they fucked up so many times. Oh, my God. And that's so glorious. That's so beautiful. I, okay, when I, I watched the movie and, and I think I texted you. I thought it was a great movie, and I have no thoughts about it. And that's probably what a Disney executive would consider a perfect review of this mm-hmm. movie. Because it, because I was like, I have nothing to discuss about it because it feels like a lot of the things are top ten things you didn't know about, like it, secrets and, and Spider Man and stuff like right. that, or like hidden Easter eggs. Because the plot is exactly not exactly what I expected. Um, it was a lot more interesting what they tried to do with uh right. some of the stuff and there was but it was purposely yeah hitting that nostalgia button 
Right. Um, and because Into the Spider-Verse exists, it is not like, it kind of takes away from this one of like being like, yes, we're going to do multiverse so. shit. I don't think so. I think like, it does. For I, me. In, sure. The concept has been done, but like the fact that they did it with real uh, characters that meant something to us was, was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't, I, I did think that like this the one fault of this movie is like, it doesn't follow the traditional, like building action to big final conclusion moment in my mind. Like it's sort of like up and down a bit. It like they, ep- they season, build, they, <laughs> it's season four, episode five of Marvel cinematic universe to me. Right. Like, like yeah. Like the, the ending, I don't, I don't actually think that the plot was all that compelling, but like it was built around the banter moments and you could tell that it was like, okay, banter moment here ride along plot banter yeah. moment here ride it along the plot and the banter moments are the the banter moments are fun enough that it is a fun movie yeah um that being said bone saw wasn't in it zero out of ten never watched it <laughs> you fucking piece of shit okay um do we want to do a spoiler section of that of spider-man at all i don't need to if not then we're just gonna say thank you for listening to this extra Wait, long episode of segment city you didn't oh. ask me about my movie of the year i didn't know it was time <sighs> what is I have your movie one of last the year? movie over there my movie of the year from the year 1990 kindergarten cop baby okay you were done. we're done we're done fuck you it's kindergarten cop. <laughs> fuck you. This, this <laughs> are you going to talk about I have kindergarten to, cop? yes i'm talking about you can't deny me this kindergarten <laughs> cop <laughs> is a wonderful you. movie the fuck premise you. is arnold schwarzenegger they no, had people, the, they had, okay, they had no. the idea of like, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger was a kindergarten teacher? But then the executives were like, but that doesn't make any sense. Explain why. So the, co- the plot is he is a policeman who's tracking this guy who he's been tracking for 10 years. And the only way to get evidence on him to arrest him is to go and be a substitute teacher in this school district so that they can find the identity of his wife that's run away from him. And so... He goes to this town and is a kindergarten teacher and the town is full of hot moms and they're all hitting on him, but he's too pure. <laughs> and he says things like, why are you eating other kids' lunches? And he says things Put like, you monster. <laughs> and it's very, I love it. I this is, this is a movie I would watch many times. I think it's great comfort food. So good. Kindergarten cop. Movie of the year, baby. Thank you, everybody, I've, for, I've Will. for listening to this episode of Segment Listen, City. I have to now suffer through 15 minutes of Will ranting about Matrix 4. So don't get on me for ranting about a genuinely fun movie, Kindergarten Cop. Thank you for... If you made it this far, congratulations. We're, we hit two hours, baby. We're hitting two hours, baby. If you, But you, well, it's, it's fine. If, if, it's fine. At a certain point, people have probably turned this off. But... Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Segment City. Remember, if you want to send us an email, what you loved this year in your media roundup, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com or hit up our Twitter at Segment City, our YouTube, the Segment City, and we'd love to give a shout out to our good friend who made the intro. Rachel Robison. She made our intro music. Thank you so much to Rachel. She's wonderful. You can find her on the internet. We should get a more definitive answer really you're just gonna say on the internet okay cool and this is our final segment before we go into our spoiler section list of unusual deaths from wikipedia Mm. this is my new thing of ending the podcast with a segment this is the death of 
Are he? Oh, this is this is not a great you, name. You didn't. You didn't. Archichion of Phigalia. That's okay. the name of the man. He died in five sixty four BC. Archichion of Phigalia, a Greek. Pancreas, pancreas, which is a sport, because it says caused caused his own death during the Olympic finals. Oh, held by his unidentified opponent in a stranglehold and unable to free himself, Arichion kicked his opponent, causing him so much pain from a foot ankle injury that the opponent made the sign of defeat to the empires. He was like, I'm tapping out because this dude's fucking dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> But at the same time, broke Arkinian's neck. Jesus Christ. Since the opponent had conceded defeat, Arkinian was proclaimed the victor posthumously. <laughs> so, so he is in a hold. They have a statue, by the way. They have a little statue that's next to this thing. He's in a hold. He goes, kick, ow. Ooh, and gets chokes. <laughs> it breaks his neck, and then they're like, he's the victor. Love it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Well done. Speaking of 10 out of 10, when, welcome to the spoiler section where I'm going to talk about Matrix 4. I'm not going to go, like, I'm I'm going to, I've thought about Matrix 4 a lot. Can we do the, the plunge the plunge pool We're quick deep to. dive? Quick, We're quick deep dive. Doing quick team dive. Okay, I've thought about, so I watched this after watching Spider-Man got, Far from home, got no way home, um, and no way home is all nostalgia. Like pressing that nostalgia button, and it feels kind of cynical. It felt like they got like Toby McGuire in, in them, and they're like, "Okay, we we're gonna throw a bunch of money at you so you can come back, and we're gonna have these characters." Matrix Four, the first forty minutes of the movie, is so good and so interesting because here's a here's the thing: this movie has been very polarizing. Because a lot of the reviews that I saw say Matrix 4, the the Matrix was a landmark film and Matrix 4 cannot live up to that standard. Yep. Which is true. Matrix, The Matrix is a lightning in a bottle movie. It I rewatched a, it recently and it holds up. It's really it's good. It's amazing. It's, it's, it, and also like at the time it came out in like 1999. Fucking, it was like the Star Wars. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Um, because... Movies are kind of like, I thought about this, like this metaphor. Movies are like a nice tiramisu. For people who don't know what a tiramisu is, mm. that's like a layered. It's a layered cake. dessert. It's a it's layered like a co- dessert. coffee layered dessert. There's, yeah. Yeah. There's coffee. There, there's toffee. It keeps you up at night because it's got the coffee in it. Yeah. There's like pudding. Layered there's tiramisu. cake. There's layers of stuff. There, there's usually whipped cream and nuts and stuff on top. The farther deeper into a movie you go, that it's kind of represented by how many layers of tiramisu. The original Matrix is, ooh, a deep tiramisu. It is. <laughs> and the pro, and the thing about it is that every layer of it is, like, great. Because there's a lot of people who don't get past the, the first layer of Matrix is awesome. It's the action. The action yep. and, like, the, the basic story. The, yep. It's like a hero story thing, and it, that's the structure of it. That's why the first Matrix works is because it's the basic structure around the deeper you get the more it gets into philosophy because there's like my girlfriend was like i took a religion class and we watched the matrix because they talked about like determinism and stuff like that like there's tons of philosophy that you just miss um and then there's kind of the bedrock of of the matrix movie which is um annie pointed this out to me which i was like 
that makes so much sense because the Wachowskis obviously transitioned. Um, and the red pill and the blue pill, the red pill looks like an estrogen pill. And the blue pill looks like a depression medication. And I'm like, I don't know if huh. that's true, but that's amazing if that's true. Huh. Because they, I, this was pre-transition, but they, it was like, that's the bedrock of the Matrix film is breaking out of the corporate, like our, mm. our personal Matrix. Everybody lives in their own personal Matrix and it's trying to break out. And right. people, I feel I, nobody understood that. And also the irony of it becoming a big corporate like franchise yeah, right? is yeah, super totally. ironic. So what the beginning of this Matrix, new Matrix movie is doing is because everybody is like, it can't live up to everyone. Like all the reviews are like Matrix 4 is not as good as Matrix 1. And I was like, I kept on looking at these reviews and I'm like, did you watch the same movie as me? Because the movie is about doing a Matrix sequel explicitly not even it's not even behind any kind of artifice because it starts with like literally like doing the first scene of the matrix again and they'll show flashes of the matrix movies like literally the matrix movies hmm. in the film of like it, because in the canon of the <clears throat> film neo is in a new matrix thing they he dies at the end of the the trilogy spoilers whatever we're in the spoiler section um and he worked on a video game that is the matrix in this little world Okay, so there's a Matrix within the Matrix. Yeah, he literally made the Matrix. Um, like, and they show, somebody shows him the movie, and it is the Matrix. Except it's his, really his past. Um, and the, there's an entire segment where literally one of the characters goes, they're going to make us do a sequel to the Matrix. And he goes, they can't do that. And it's like, Warner Brothers, our parent company, is going to do it with or without you. That is literally a line. They, they say that? They say Holy that. Holy shit. To Neo, who is a stand-in for Lana Wachowski, who's the director of this film. It is about Matrix making The Matrix 4, the first part of this movie. And Wild. it's awesome. It's because I was like, oh, interesting. You were just talking about the creative process and also how basically everybody keeps handing Lana Wachowski a bottle and going, get lightning in a bottle again. And she's, it's mm -hmm. her. So those people saying the matrix one is not as good as matrix four. I'm like, yeah, that's the point of like the that's entire what this first is, about. is literally, I cannot make something as good as the matrix because that is an impossible task because they do an entire like douchey, like boardroom section where it's like a montage of them. They're like, what do you want for a Matrix sequel? What do people think about the Matrix? And they're like, slow-mo. And it's got to be a real brain melter. Like, and you can tell that people said that to Lana Wachowski for like 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. of like, she was in do? those meetings. Those taken from exactly. real life. Exactly. It's like, that is the that is the point of the movie is like, I'm never going to make a Matrix movie. Like, it's never going to be as good as Matrix 1 because that was, it's impossible. Um. So what, what she did was go back to the core of what I believe the matrix is about, which is Lana Wachowski trying to figure out how to get out of her personal matrix again, mm. uh, which is represented by Neo trying to get out of the matrix, which there's like a bunch of other shit. There's a whole, like they, they also do a thing where they continue the plot of the like actual, like outside of the matrix stuff. And that's where yeah. it gets kind of boring. Like that's, that's stuff for like, that the was fans, always which the least was, like, interesting part. Yeah. It was the least right. interesting part, but it was like, it's good for me who's somebody who's watched the films before and is like enjoys them, even the shitty ones. I'm like, I enjoy it. Um, but like, and they, so they did that for the fans and they progressed the world and it's like, okay, that's good. Um, but it's just so wild to me that it was the entire beginning of the movie is just like, listen, you fuckers, nobody's going to be happy with this movie. 
and then nobody was happy with the movie. And it's like, <laughs> it's so wild to me that nobody's getting that. Like, literally, they don't. That's it's not really like weird. Hidden. It's like spelled out. Um, and then it goes into. It, I, I have my problems with the movie. People complained about the action not being good, which I'm like, that's true. It's not great action. Like, I watched a clip of it and I was like, ugh, yeah. But I there's a lot of scenes that it's like, listen, you fuckers, I know what you want. Because they, like, me, actually do scenes, like, that are almost one-to-one representations from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in do flashes even of, like, oh, this is from the first movie. Like, there's a scene I remember from the first one where it's, like, a helicopter shooting a bunch of... Uh, yeah like machine guns and there's like shells raining down they do that again very explicitly right. of like this is what you want right like it's so it works on so many different levels of like listen i know that you guys think that this is just going to be action but like it's also these other things like <laughs> that i want to talk about it's really that's actually really interesting like redoing the first matrix movie in a way where it's like th- that is the thing that is being broken out of this time like that's, that's my trying to break trying to break out of the pressure of doing the first movie again. That's a really interesting take. I, I think it's that makes me want to watch it more, honestly. The, I think after like the first 40 minutes, it does get boring. I my problems with the movie action is not great. There are characters that are great that are like interesting, but they don't flesh them out because they have to do this like Neo Trinity storyline. And it becomes like a heist to get Trinity out of this world, which is interesting because mm-hmm. like they keep it in her, keep her in that world by like giving her fake kids and stuff so it's like interesting which is a weird thing of like kids are a trap to keep you trapped in this and i'm like i don't know about that but um and then it gets a little bit more into the byline i wish because they came out with metaverse like in real life i think this movie was probably made before they announced meta and metaverse but i was like i wish they talked about that a little bit more i wish it was a little bit more about the internet there's like one scene where neo's in um uh, elevator that's like mirrored this is in the trailer too where everybody's on their phone and he's just like looking and it's just like everybody's just like buried in their phone oh, that's I, wish, yeah. I wish it was more about that and like how our society is already because you could like i wish alana Wachowski kind of like saw where it was going of like we're going to the real matrix and that's kind of fucked like of yeah. trying to do metaverse and that's that's one step that's like the oasis from ready player that one that's one yeah, right. that's one step away from the matrix so like we shouldn't do that. I wish it was like a little bit more about that, but I respect the fuck out of just being like, this is how the movie got made. These were the meetings I was in. You fuckers aren't going to be happy with me. Like, which is great. It's That's so, really interesting. I, I want to go watch the first 40 minutes now. That sounds really cool. It's very interesting. Um, and then after it's, it's still a good movie and like they do some interesting stuff, but it's like, it's not a perfect movie. I just feel like people are attacking the very premise. Like they don't understand the core of the movie. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, you can't, like, I get that people think it's, like, all action and complaining about the action is an okay thing to say, but it's not, like, the mainstream movies have never been purely action. It's been, like, no, philosophy No, they've and been other more shit. intellectual. Yeah, more intellectual than yeah. that, for sure. But, anyway, that is my whole spoiler. Sorry. Anyways, uh, Bonesaw wasn't in it, 0 out of 10. Bonesaw all right, wasn't in you the for... Matrix 4. <laughs> okay. Fuck that movie. Thank you if you actually listened to all of this. And good night. You're we unforgettable. You. Remember right, that? That was here. at the beginning. Of the- <laughs> that was two hours ago. That was a full Christian two hours ago. Yep. All right, bye. Bye.